Burn It Down is a production of Simulacra Studios. If you'd like to support the show, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash simulacrastudios and connect with us on our Twitter at simulacrarpgs. But now the sun is setting, and so our story is ready to begin again. Hello everyone, welcome to Vampire the Masquerade, Burn It Down, produced by Simulacra Studios. Uh, we are down a player today, hopefully she'll be back uh, around the break time and we can roll her into the action. But for now, let's go ahead and bring everybody onto screen. Hey everybody! What up? So, uh, we have, uh, coming back to us, uh, is Mr. James Davey playing Alex Mars. Uh, we have McKenna uh, Kelly playing Cadence Hughes, uh, Dylan Coffey playing Madison Faircloth, and joining us for this evening uh, is Mrs. Kelly Cuban. Uh, the, the name does mean something. She is, in fact, my wife, uh, playing Inja, uh, the Malkavian Camarilla member who, let's just say, is in the haven of the PCs right now. Medicinal we'll, kidnapping. We'll get into the, the hows okay. and the whys later. Uh, but first of all, let's go ahead and get uh, Inja up to date and into the scene, as it were. So, Inja, you have actually had a pretty red-hot nightmare of a, the last 24 to 36 hours. Uh, things were going okay. Uh, you were going to your your scheduled uh, movie night, which the last Wednesday of every month, uh, you go to probably the best theater in the metro Atlanta area that shows Bollywood movies, uh, and you you know it's it's uh, it's owned and operated by uh, people from the Indian subcontinent. Uh, you know, people Indian people go there. It's really the best place in the city to go see those movies, the way they're supposed to be seen. When you got to the theater, however, uh, there was just a lot of static. Like, apparently there was, most of the theaters were rented out by a private party. Um, there were inspections going on. It didn't look like you were going to be able to see your movie. And that's a big problem, because this is one of the things that really keeps you grounded in your work and in your unlife. Uh, and so your your handlers, the deputies that sort of uh, take you out and about in the city whenever you are gone, worked around it. They eventually got a showing. It got delayed a couple of times. None of this contributed to your mental well-being. And throughout the whole thing, sort of on the edge of your your mind, you were seeing this face, this sort of sneering imperialist. Machiavellian face vaguely in the edge of your prescription perceptions that you knew was the cause of your torment. Uh, you, you couldn't recognize them. You didn't know who they were, but you just sort of saw this vague image of a face. And things kind of calmed down when you got the showing that you were going to be able to see your movie. But then you started to get some more whispers on the edge of your perception. Some some premonitions of doom and danger started happening. You started hearing sort of the wail of sirens 
uh, on the edge of your your hearing and uh, the flashing of lights, uh, and that just contributed to basically a full-on freakout. You got very agitated. Uh, you you and your deputies eventually had to get very physical with you uh, in order to contain you, eventually dragging you into one of the restrooms and shoving a stake through your heart. Uh, because, Rude. yes, well, you you know that you were disappointing Hancock, um, mm. so part of you kind of understands why they did it, but another part of you realizes that they're being huge assholes and, and really very violently mistreated you. It's it's weird, this sort of sensation. And for a while, you know, you're staked, so you're conscious, and you can see what's going on. You just can't move or talk or do anything. Eventually, they took you out of the theater. You got put into a car uh, and taken to a motel, a place you don't recognize. So this is a little hell spinning around in your head uh, until the sun went up and blissfully went back to sleep. Uh, When you woke up, still a stake in your heart, you were in a completely different building by yourself. You have no idea what's happening, where you are, and you're still completely immobilized, uh, yet conscious of your surroundings. Great. Yeah, it's not great. It's not a good situation. Fantastic. So, Alex. Yes. Uh, it is actually not too long ago since you left the party. It's only been a couple of nights. Um, I would like for you to roll for hunger twice, please. Oh, no. It's been um, two nights. Okay. Just I want to know where your hunger's at when we start this out. I'm going to guess probably bad. I mean, that's a thing. Uh, just for my own fun, how do I roll hunger again? You roll a single d10. If you get a six or higher, your hunger stays stays where it is. If you get a five or lower, your hunger goes up by one. Oh, well, they were both successes. Okay, so you're able to, to maintain your hunger. And you, when you left the party, you were a little riled, upset. The, the encounter with Nikki C was not a pleasant one. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he kind of kicked the shit out of you a little. That uh, happens. And you went back to your studio uh, to kind of spin it out. Uh, And you've been in kind of a creative fugue for the past couple of nights. You've been spinning a really intense track. Uh, You know, you only really took a break uh, for the sun to come up. But you you woke right back up, and the beast was in control, and you didn't feel the, the, the need to feed, so you went right back in. Uh, so you've gone two nights of spinning and mixing this track, and I would like for you to roll a, uh, a, a, uh, wits plus performance, please. Okay, I got many of those. Mm-hmm. Just to see how good this track is. Uh, four successes. Four successes. This is a bomb fucking track. Uh, I mean, this, this really kind of keys into all of the emotions and all of the the frustrations and all of just the 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 catharsis that you had had earlier when you had sort of unburdened yourself to your coterie uh and then had that terrible encounter with nikki c uh you've all just kind of rolled it into this really multi-layered track 
and it's only when you're able to put the final master on it that you kind of are able to 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 distract yourself with anything else. So you look on your phone. Uh, this is maybe about 20 minutes after you woke up tonight. You look on your phone and you see the group chat has blown up over the past couple of nights. Something big has gone down. Um, and you can sort of read between the lines that the Second Inquisition was involved at some point. Oh boy. Uh, so that is what you kind of see when you get back out of your creative fugue. Okay. I'm going to go back into my creative fugue. No, I'm just kidding. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so I'll probably kind of head towards the our our uh, place. Our, okay. uh... All right, so you're on your way to the Haven. So we'll go ahead and get back to the Haven then, and I'll let you know when you show up. Cool. Um, so Madison and uh, Cadence, you guys yeah. both wake up. Um, Willow wakes up shortly thereafter. Uh, you know, you had her transported to the Haven. She lets you know that she absolutely needs to go get her car, uh, her van, because it has all of her equipment and her surveillance equipment and all of her recordings, and that needs to be taken care of ASAP. So she sprints out minutes after the sun sets. Uh, and so your Haven is a little crowded at the moment. Not only do you have your guest in one of the private rooms, there are three of the Thin Bloods here uh, who brought them, who also bedded down for the evening uh, when they got into the Haven. Uh, just because while they can walk around in the sun, it sucks. Uh, and they, they feel much more comfortable sleeping through the day. So this is a little... you got a, got a good chunk of people in the Haven right now. So I, what I want to know... Well, first of all, I want both of you to roll for hunger. Uh, I'm feeling a bit peckish. Okay. Uh, what about you, Madison? I could just remember where my uh, browser window was. This would go a lot better. Go on. Why? Why you no work? I don't know. Because Going to roll for you. Is a fickle, fickle mistress. Yeah, go ahead and do it for me real quick while I'm figuring out why this is doing. This. Okay, your hunger goes up by one. So both of you are a little hungry. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I've I've rolled for you as well, Inja. You are very hungry. Uh, not only have you taken some damage that you haven't been able to heal yet, uh, your hunger, your beast is letting you know that it's food time. Uh, but you can't do anything about that because you're staked. So, when the All two right. of you rouse, uh, I want to know what are you guys doing? Well, how are you approaching the situation before you? So... We need to make sure that we're very gentle about this. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> where are you I'm guys gonna... right now? Are you, did you guys go like meet in one of your guys' rooms, or where are you right now? Um, she is probably in the fourth because there's four private rooms, right? Yes. Yeah, so she's the the. Our guest mm-hmm. is probably in the fourth room right now. Where are the uh, two of you? I would have gone to find the Thin Bloods, actually, would be my first okay. course of action. And yeah, you, are you with him on that, Cadence? Probably. Okay. Yeah, so the Thin Bloods, uh, they're rousing. Uh, they look like they're getting ready to, to make their way out, uh, unless you intercept them or want to talk to them. 
I, I'm not going to spend too much of their time, but I'm going to basically take the time to personally thank them. Um, saying basically, uh, I, I'm not sure if we gave you the appropriate context to know, but you saved more than someone's life. You saved somebody's liberty by helping us here. They kind of nod a little bit and like, you know, kind of give you the, the, the righteous fist. Um, also, here are your checks. <laughs> yep, I absolutely take that. <laughs> um, both of you, I would like for you to roll wits and awareness, please. Okay. Including your hunger. Viewers, if you're seeing, if you're hearing a cat right now, it's because I've got one that's very upset. That a door is closed. What? Got one. Okay. I got two. Two. Okay. Cadence, you actually notice something odd. Uh, one of them uh, is wearing a turtleneck, um, and it is, you know, getting on, getting in. It's still, in, it's still in April, uh, but you sort of see at the edge of the turtleneck some irritated skin and the top of what looks like a new tattoo. Uh, can I sort of look, like, try to get a better look at the tattoo itself? Uh, how obvious are you going to be about that? Um, probably, she'll probably, like, you know, it's obvious she's curious, hey, someone's got new ink, I want to see what it is. Like, curious and a friendly way, not in a intrusive way. Okay. Give me a, uh, give me a charisma persuasion, please. All right. Include your hunger. Yep. Uh, that's three. Three successes. You are able to be just disarming enough, uh, that it seems, it seems like he's hesitant but he, but you're disarming and, and inquisitive and charming enough that he very briefly pulls it down. And you're a little shocked because you see uh, it's a very crude, more like a brand than a tattoo. Uh, it's a crescent moon that you instantly associate with the birthmark that you saw on um, Reagan. It, it seems to be eerily match that sign or that mark. Hey, where'd you get that? Um, he's like, uh, this guy I met a couple night, couple nights ago. Uh, we had a conversation about things, and he said, uh, well, he said that uh, you know, thin bloods, we can kind of get a buy if we mark ourselves as such, and you know, he throws some stuff my way. A buy. Yeah, with the, uh, with the cam. They won't harass us if we if we mark ourselves, or they let them mark us. That's huh. uh. That's really okay. I was gonna say nice ink, but that's a little. Yeah, I got. My family lives in, I guess, their turf, and. No, 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 no criticism. I'm just a little surprised that they would say that. I don't know. It's apparently a thing that they've decided that it's a way for them to... Did they tell you why a moon? 
they said it was a symbol of the end times or something. I, I, I don't know about that. Sounds like bullshit to me. They would never admit that. I don't know. It's what they said, man. We got to get going, man. Yeah, uh, go, go, go. We don't want to be around what you got going on. For sure. Well, I'll yeah. look into what the hell they have going on and make sure you're not getting pulled into something worse instead of something better. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's on now, so. Fair enough. All right. Bye, they, guys. They head out. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you seem more upset than I am, and I'm pretty angry about it on, like, a moral, political level. So what's going on? It just, it, it, it looked a little familiar, and it, yeah. I'll, maybe, uh, weird shit I saw when I was out in the woods the other night. Okay, creepy fucking wood mysticism stuff. Yeah. That's why I didn't recognize that part. Yeah, I, I don't know what it means, but I saw it. So, all right. Well, that's a that's a later us thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we got we got we got a steaked milk in the bedroom, and I got the brouhaha over Easter pissed at me, and then okay, uh, whew, last night kind of sucked. It sucked, but we won. But we won. What? But. Just because we won doesn't mean a lot of other shit didn't get fucked up, so. That's the fun of it. What about the second Inquisition coming down on Willa's head is fun? It could happen to anybody. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. So while you're having this discussion, guys, uh, this is about when, Alex, your car pulls up to around the haven uh, and you you make your way to the front door. Cool. Oh. I'm going to try to open it. Yeah, it's open. Perfect. I was just about to call you. Yo. Oh, hey. How's everybody doing? Uh, <sighs> been better. Tired. Yeah? Well, what happens? We... Well, remember the plan that we came up with to embarrass Hancock by... He wasn't there for that. Oh, I thought we at least talked about the plan before we'd met Nick. We, we talked about the plan, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, okay. we went through with the plan, and it all worked more or less well, um, other than yeah. some unforeseen complications. So, that's great. That's wonderful. Well, we ended up liberating the Malkavian in question rather than simply returning her to Hancock because uh, she had been beaten all to hell and back by his deputies. Well, good. I'm glad that we, yeah. I'm glad that we saved her. I agree. So, you want to talk to her? Oh, oh, she's here. Yeah, yeah she's... she's in there. He points at the room. Oh, oh, oh shit. Uh, yeah, they yeah, staked of course. Her. Uh... They, they staked her. They staked her. Yeah. Well, it's confusing. Because they're assholes. They, you know, they right rule by violence. It's all they understand. It's the only language. This part, by the way, I'm intentionally saying loudly, Scott, okay. so that the. The visitor can hear it. Okay, so you're you're beginning to hear this conversation. Uh, in yeah, your, they, your they dark rule by violence. It's the only thing they understand. We couldn't just leave this person under their control. Uh, absolutely, I I completely agree. Well should, done. Should we get him something to eat? Maybe. I mean, we're gonna have to wake him up. Dietary restrictions they might have. Uh. Right. Um, my only concern is that if uh, she is, uh, they they are very very hungry. They're going to eat my face, and I rather like my face. 
but you know try to eat off bases because you know I, I think i could probably keep them off you probably i i believe very much that you can uh however if i might uh, after the events of the other evening i would just as soon not be engaged in any sort yeah. of pickups again for a yeah. while so i can go grab something if y'all sure. want yeah, why, why don't we just have something? A, li- a little something, just in case. It's probably not a bad idea. Okay, so, Cadence, you're going out for takeout, basically? Yeah, going out for takeout. Is it your normal normal fare? Um, I don't know if she wants to bring someone back or if she wants to actually like get something to go. Um, I will note that probably about a block and a half, uh, there's an urgent care facility uh, from your <laughs> mm-hmm. haven. That you've you scoped a couple of times. Yeah, no, she's she's cool with that. Uh, she doesn't want any other prying ears in this situation. So if she can get something without ears, that'd be fantastic. Okay, uh, if you want to just give me a quick dex larceny uh, to resolve that. In the meantime, back at the Haven, uh, what are uh, what are the what are what is Alex and Madison doing? Are you guys getting her out? Are you just leaving her in the room? What's 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 your strategy? I'm going to try to set her up in such a way where, you know, like I, I've, I've woken up from being staked before and it sucks. Uh, so I'm going to try from my limited memory of it happening to me to set it up so that she'll be as comfortable as possible. Okay. So you're going into the room and adjusting, putting on some Enya. You know, like... <laughs> nice. Okay. So Inja, uh, you, the door opens uh, someone you don't recognize comes in. Uh, you know, he, he pulls out a little Bluetooth speaker and starts playing some some calming music, and he starts like lightly adjusting you. Uh, now, Alex, uh, I'll describe this this character. Uh, they kind of have uh, they've got uh, silk pants on, slack silk slacks on. Uh, they don't have they have a a button up silk top uh that's been ripped open oh no uh and uh underneath uh there is actually a binder wrapping their chest um through which a stake has been shoved okay um they appear to be of indian descent uh they've got sort of long hair uh down to about mid shoulder length that's uh cut on both sides shaved on both sides uh, under in an undercut, uh, and yeah, um, and the two of you, when you get a little bit you know closer and sort of see each other, sort of just begin to hear that baseline whisper. Uh, okay, so she is definitely pinging. Or yeah. sorry, they are definitely pinging across the network. Yeah, you you are hearing. Uh, it's not clear thoughts um, from from them, uh, but. You definitely sense their presence over the network. Okay. Um, so I'm going to try while I'm sort of setting everything up to push some soothing sort of thoughts and and ideas across. Uh, I actually have mock time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try. Or not, is it mock time? It's or? called the cobweb. And I the have the cobweb. Um, I think to one or two. I believe you either have the second dot or the first and the second dot. I'm not sure what you bought. Uh, right. Because, because the bots are, dots are bought individually. 
Uh, right. So so that's neither here nor there. Two is a is a suitable substitute for one if you okay. if you want to have just bought two. Um, NJ, you only have one, so you have a very basic connection to the cobweb. Okay. Um, so you are sort of you're picking up what he's putting down. Uh, you're picking up the soothing thoughts. You're safe. You're you're you know we're not going to hurt you, um, but you're not able to really present. Express. You you can't express uh, through the cobweb. Uh, now, Madison, have you gone into the room at all? Nope. Okay. Cadence, how's your roll go? Hmm? Waiting for him to give me the signal. Okay. Cadence, how'd your roll go? Two. Two successes. It's not the it's not the cleanest smash and grab, but you're able to kind of get into one of the one of the facilities uh, on the edge. You, you basically you have to mm-hmm. smash through a window uh, mm-hmm. when you see where they're keeping their blood bags, and you're able to grab it. Okay. You don't think can you I, you can don't I make a request? Sure. If there's any sort of you know, maybe some really high quality painkillers that she could get her hands on while she's there, grab those to make it look like she, you know, they weren't after the blood specifically. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. You don't think you got caught on any cameras. Um, and, uh, but, uh, if they, if an alarm was going off, it's a silent one. Okay. So yeah, you're able to grab some painkillers, grab a couple of bags of blood and make it back to the Haven. Uh, and you see Madison's waiting out in the front area. Excuse me. And Alex is in the room with your guest. I, I, I got some stuff. She's like, how, how, how do we do this? Like, just, oh, do, do we un, un, unstake them first? I, I, I'm well, not I've sure. Been, uh, I've been talking to her, and I think that... Uh... She's probably not going to tear my face off the moment I pull the stake out, so that's okay. good news. Um, okay. uh, but I could be very, very wrong about that, and that is bad news. So, think you can oh. dribble some of this down her mouth before I wake her up? Uh, yeah, you know, it might not be a terrible idea. Uh, do we have straws in the kitchen? Yeah, we do. We've got crazy straws, little <laughs> uh, swirly ones. And those still have the like the tamper-proof seal on them, right? Yeah, yeah. No, not the straws, the blood. Oh. Duh. What do you take me for? I was not sure if they had taken them off or something. <laughs> uh, so she's going to go and she's going to into the kitchen and poke a little a hole in one of the bags and shove a straw in it and bring it back and just like... That's not the most anarch thing on the fucking planet. <laughs> Here's a bag of blood with a crazy straw. Indeed. So yeah, yeah, you're they're, they're able to uh, get some blood into you uh, enough to at least slake one of your hunger. Uh, so you're down to hunger two, uh, and actually this is this is better than it could be. You prefer bag blood. Um, it's much cleaner. Sanitary. It's sanitary. It's cleaner. It doesn't involve necks or veins or anything like that. This is actually your your method of choice. Uh, so this is take it as you will. Uh, but so you've seen Cadence now. Uh, she's come into the room. Uh, Madison, are you in there at all? Or are you still I'm going to make outside? my dramatic entrance gotcha. towards the end of the process. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, as best as you can tell, you fed her uh, or fed them. Um, what are you doing now? Uh, if you want to, you know, just hold, make sure she's steady I, or this steady, I can pull the thing. Uh, why don't you 
hold them because I don't know how strong they are and they may tear my arms off. So I'll pull the snake out. Okay. Um, sorry if you have like a personal bubble, but I'm, I'm going to pop it. Okay. <laughs> she, goes, she goes behind and like holds her shoulders. Not hard, but you know, just enough that if there is movement, she can, you know, mm-hmm. make, have force come back. Okay. And Alex, you're removing the snake? Sure enough. All right, it's lodged in there pretty good. Whoever did this knew what they were doing, but you're able to, after a couple of pulls, remove it. And Inja, you are in control of your body. You have a gaping <gasps> hole in your chest, and you're you're beaten to hell and back. But you're less hungry than you were. Oh, oh hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? My name is Alex. It's good to meet you. Good to meet you. Where am I, Alex? Uh, you are in our house that we brought you to. Okay. Uh, to, to where? Keep... Uh, we're in. Uh, it's. It's. That's not. Uh, you know. What? I'm going to turn you. Uh, where are we, Madison? Madison's going to kind of lean in the door. Okay. When he, when this face leans in, you recognize him. It's the face that you were seeing all last night. It's a bit calmer and kindlier, but it is the exact same face. I'm smiling. She visibly, like, tenses up and kind of actually kind of leans back into the other person before, like, jolting to remember and there's somebody else touching her. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm sorry. What, what's, 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 are you okay? You. Madison. I've, I've seen you. Wait, how do you? Oh, because he just said my name. It's not nearly as dramatic as I was hoping it would be. We're in Cabbage Town. We we are in fact in Cabbage Town. Yeah, Why? you know that's Anarch territory, Inja. Why am I here? Where are uh, my friends? A long story short is that uh, Hancock's a douche. We wanted to uh, make a point. The point was supposed to be mess with you enough to mess with him. But then we saw, or a friend saw that you would be tossed around like a fucking rag doll and decided that that was not okay. So now you're here until we can ascertain that you're not going to be shoved around like a fucking rag doll. Right, what they said. She's on point. Okay. I understand, and... You don't have to be afraid. We're not going to hurt you. We, 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 We brought you here because we don't like the way that they were treating you. Okay, I I really appreciate that. I just I I really shouldn't be here. I should be there. I I need to be with Hancock. We we have an arrangement. Uh, what is the arrangement? We we help each other out. Symbiotic takes care of me. I help him. If you don't mind my asking, um, how, how do you help him exactly? I know things. I can get some information. I still it's, it's a symbiotic relationship, and I'm not holding up my end if I'm here. So I need to go back there. Um, I'm sorry that you felt that you needed to express your point of dislike through a point through my chest. We didn't mm. do that. We didn't do that. You, actually. you know who remember. did that, by the way. You know who did that. It was the, it was the deputies. Yeah. 
still, I feel like you've took advantage of that. And I really, really want to go back. If you want to go back, that's fine. But we're not holding you here. Uh, but well, we, well, oh, uh, well, maybe I suppose. I'll, I'll, I'll hush now. That's the only thing. Uh, what does he do for you? watches out for me keeps me safe keeps everything stable we have we have a schedule it's very very laid out and we are very much off schedule now what does he actually do keeps it structured stable this is I'm just not comfortable. I'd really like to go. Um, thank you, but no thanks. And that we are hesitant is because you are demonstrating all of the symptoms of somebody who has been severely uh, chained by the powers of the blood. It's true. Anyone like to make um, a wits insight roll? Hell yeah, yes. I do. I've got those items. Do I have those items? I have some of them. Also, for the record, Scott, I do have uh, a dot of occult now. Okay, great. On account of I took a fucking uh, Udemy course on basic mm-hmm. occult principles because <laughs> I kept dealing with this bullshit. I uh, achieved four successes. Oh my. Well, I, yeah, no, I blew, blew mine Two here. out Two? of water. Okay, Alex... Uh, yeah, you you can tell right away that um, whatever relationship was established, um, Hancock has not done this this person any favors for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. Like any any anything that she's saying regarding like nice things that he does for them, um, this is this is someone who's been under a blood wand in a while, and their abuser has not really done anything more to maintain their control rather than shoving blood down her throat. Oh, so she shouldn't be that hard to break free from it. Not, maybe. I mean, this has been, you can tell this is, you can see deep signs of abuse and just utter oppression of the blood. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, how do you feel about Hancock? If you don't mind asking, I mean, obviously, you don't know me, um, but, you know, we're we're cousins, if you will, and uh, you know Hancock has been quite cruel to me, and I, you know, I would like to make sure that he's he's treating my 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 loved ones well, at least, if that makes any sense. I don't know. You literally can't say anything bad about him. He he helps me. He helps keep it structured. Uh huh. You've said that about thirty times. Yeah. I, I really like having a schedule, having everything laid oh, out. I completely understand. I, I'm I'm clan of the moon as well. I, I completely understand. Um, for me, it's a little different, um, but it's different for all of us, right? That's that's part of the whole thing. It's it's, it's different for us all. Um, so I'm going to kind of glance over to Madison and and just give him that subtle nod, like, "Yeah, you were right. That's that's what's up." Um, my I'm only can myself for a moment. I'll re- I'll be right back. And he's gonna step out of the room. Okay. 
my only concern, and, and I'm sure that you'll understand this, is that because you are a member of my clan and because he is not, uh, I just, I worry. I worry because he's been quite cruel, like I said, to me, specifically as regards my, my, my clan. He's, he's, he's uh, said some very um, unflattering things about us, and I just want to make sure that he's not hurting you in any way because, you, you know, you're... I don't know you, as I said, but you're somewhat dear to me just by virtue of being a, a member of my clan. Does that make any sense? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really good at this. Okay. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I, I understand. It's, no, we've, we've been together for, for quite a while um, and since the, the nightmares. So uh, he's, he's doing well. Doing well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you know, from here on out, you know, Madison is in, uh, he's sort of our de facto leader, if you will. So, you know, just I have to make sure everything's copacetic with him. And I'm sure we can uh, we can get you back to where you need to be without too much trouble. That, that would be good. Um, do you have just kind of motions to the, the blood bag? Is there any more? Uh, uh, that's that. How many did I manage to grab? Just one? Uh, you got two. So you, you have another. If you want another, I, I got another one. Oh, please. All right. She just tosses it, you know, or rather drops it over her head into her hand, or their head into their hand. Gets it. Straw. Yeah, you're able to take your hunger down. Uh, now, I will say you do have some damage on you. Um, mm -hmm. So if you'd like to heal that, just let me know. Yes, please. Okay. All right. I will go ahead and roll some dice for you to see how much you heal. I'll say you have a total of uh, four damage on you. So I'm going to roll uh, for each one. Uh, one of your damage heals, but you feel the beast rankle at the blood expenditure. Would you like to heal another? All right. You heal another level of the damage, and this time you're able to control the blood so that it doesn't uh, get out of control. So you've got about half of your damage healed. Would you okay. like to try for more? It's, it's good right now. Okay. You good for right now? Okay. So as I'm watching her sort of strain to heal the damage and all of that, I so if you don't mind my asking, again, why, why would his people put a stake through your heart? It doesn't seem like a very takes care of me sort of thing to do you know and that wasn't him and you know sometimes they get over exuberant with their duties and, and sometimes it's something that i instigate uh, you know get a little out of hand you know go to the quiet you... corner uh, if you guys don't mind i'm gonna step outside for a second okay so you head out of the room as well and yeah. madison is just fuming in the hallway Oh, she's she's with you on this one. So you you feel by some by some manner that you you deserve to be staked through the hearts. I mean, I don't. It's not something I ever wish, but I understand. Sometimes you need to put a stake in somebody unless they do something more extreme, break some rules. There's a lot of masquerade. Do you, have you ever broken the masquerade before? Uh, yeah. Ah, I see. So is that that's what he's got on you then? He's he's 
um, covered up one of your, your, your indiscretions, if you will, in the past, and now you feel that you owe him? Something like that. And, and that for... is how we met. So, yes. So, but you were a member of the, the Camarilla before but you met him? Yes, you were. I, yeah. I'm, it's, I mean, isn't it weird not to be? Uh, well, I, I, I suppose that's entirely a matter of perspective, really. Um, I mean, after everything they've done, there's, there's kind of a wide array I mean, of things that they've done. I mean, fair, but it's I mean, it's just safer. I mean, otherwise uh, you could just be at the... Uh, Shovelheads could just... Ah, I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. So, out in the hallway, uh, Madison and Cadence, I'm assuming you guys are uh, not liking this in this uh, situation. Uh, what's the conversation like? We're not actually going to send this kid back there, are we? There are, oh. like, seven million reasons why we shouldn't. Yeah, well... Some of which are obvious, others are obvious for a different reason, but... The hard part's not going to be keeping her here. The hard part is going to be convincing her to stay. She she is six drinks deep. If I would had to, if I had to guess. Yeah. So hmm. Madison, you uh, you mentioned previously that you were uh, going to do some light research to try and see about trying to break the blood bond. Uh, yep. I'd like for you to roll me an intelligence uh, plus occult, please. Hell yeah. It is a night Use for that new skill. It is a night for chatty kitties, I think. Yeah, I'm going to try to mute myself oh. when I'm not talking, so oh, it's, it's fine. not quite as obvious. Kitties can do no wrong, in my opinion. All right, I got three. Three successes. Um, I mean, you you know that the, the, the cure for this normally is time. Um, you know, months upon months uh, of letting the, the bond fade. Um, if... The sabbat that you've spoken to are believed that to be believed. They have a ritual that will break it, um, but will instill a lesser version amongst the participants. Um, you believe that you've also heard that there may be some blood sorcery rituals that could take care of it, but that sort of magic is the purview of the Tremere and other more esoteric clans. Um, and you've heard. Rumors that there are other methods, more obscure methods, but you don't have any firm ideas about what those might be. Now, Alex, while you're having this conversation, I will let you know uh, that part of the sort of the secrets of your particular brood, uh, you know, uh, I, I always mangle the name Venetia. Of uh, Sana. yeah, I always mangle it. Uh, she has developed techniques of which you are aware um, that do can break the bond uh, if you are sufficiently attuned to her mysticism, and you also know the secret of the Valdery. Right. So that is that is something you you actively have in your pocket, and you think you may be able to come up with something related to your uh, your your grandsire's abilities as well. Okay. But anyway, return. Yeah, so she is going to be 
hungry. And I don't mean for just any blood. I mean, she's yeah. going to want to see him. Mm-hmm. He... Sorry, I'm still sorting my thoughts on this. No, it's it's totally cool. Like, this is like six million miles outside my wheelhouse, but whatever, no deal. <sighs> From my understanding, there are, you know, like any severe... Any severe condition that takes a long time to recover from, there are always people looking for a quicker fix. There's that trick that Alex learned from our acquaintances. Mm -hmm. He glances at the fucking Kool-Aid dispenser. (laughs) (laughs) There are supposedly some members of Clan Tremere are able to interact with it and other blood magic that can do something about it. There's just a lot of maybes, right? Okay. All right. What we need to do is figure out which one because I do not think it's a good idea for us to try to keep her locked up for six fucking months. No. And as for keeping her here, hmm. well, I feel like if she wanted to leave by now, by overpowering us, she would have already attempted it. She's obviously not mm-hmm. pleased with the situation. And... We could make a show of the sect differences and say, you know, it might take a bit to get a hold of him because he's busy being the sheriff and we're just Anox and he ain't gonna say shit to us. No, she'll just ask us to let her go because she'll know where to go. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to be able to reason with her. I mean, maybe a little bit. Some some people can, you know. I know that when I was uh, first embraced, I was uppity uh, uh, on a few occasions. You can do it. It's just hard. It's just really hard. So back in the room, uh, has the conversation continued at all? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm mostly because uh, so I'm starting to think about um, the powers of Asentasana and the stuff that I've read about the breaking of the blood bonds and how it's done. And I'm just kind of remembering through that. And I'm, I'm asking her the leading questions I will need to know the answers to if I'm going to try it. OK, um, go ahead and give me um, just give me an intelligence occult role, please. All right. That's not a seven dice pool. There we go. One success. One success. Now, the actual, you know what the process is. You've seen it done. Um, it's actually pretty cut and dry. There's not a lot of... It's not like some sort of going into their heads and, and breaking it. It's actually a very visceral process. When you saw it done, um, the person simply drunk a mouthful of the person who was bonded's blood and did some internal process um, they got pretty violent, the person who, who did the drinking um, but the blood bond was just shattered Okay. now, what I will let you do, uh, is since you have the lore sheet, uh, I will essentially if you want to try this technique, uh, of course you'll have to negotiate getting some of her blood in your mouth. Right. But if you want to try this technique, I will let you purchase that dot 
even if you don't have enough XP for it, and you'll essentially be in XP debt until such time as you've you've paid it off. Uh, and but there will be consequences for jumping the gun, essentially. But that is something I will let you do if that if you're interested in learning that technique. I do like consequences. Consequences are the best. Yeah, I think I'm definitely going to go with some consequences on this. Uh, let's... Consequences. Okay, so... so you buy the four dot uh, lore sheet power of your bloodline, um, and you sort of think back to the times you've seen it done, and yeah, you you just need to sort of get a mouthful of her blood, and you can break her bond, or break their bond. Okay, cool. Um... You're not exactly sure what happens after that, you sort of know the sort of the mental tricks that you need to, to put your own headspace in, but what happens after yeah, that? Like the whole the whole point of being a child of Vicentasana is that whatever happens after that is fine. It's mm-hmm. whatever, man. So yeah, so you've been sort of having not small talk, but you've been mostly rousing this information out of your own head. Um and Inja, you know, you 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 know the look when you see another Malkavian going into their own head. Um, and you sort of hear, you actually hear familiar noises coming through the cobweb. It's actually more like music, um, the music that your parents would play. Um, you can sort of hear that coming on a very low frequency coming from his mind. Okay. She actually kind of focuses in on that and just kind of let, tries to let all the stress and anxiety kind of fade away and just focus and close her eyes and just like... So you're centering yourself. On I'm that. centering around it. And while she's doing that, uh, I am going to use cobweb to mm-hmm. and empathy to try to figure out how best to keep her going down this path so that she will close her eyes and lean back and not pay attention to what I'm about mm-hmm. to do. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me a wits empathy roll. Okay. Let me see my... Meanwhile in the hallway. Yeah. So yeah, basically any solution we find to this is going to take weeks, if not months, of negotiation <laughs> and planning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's right up your wheelhouse, so... I guess so, but it's not like we can just snap our fingers and break a blood bond. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Don't lie to me. You're looking forward to that shit. So you haven't heard I mean, it. I will say you haven't heard any conversation coming from the room while you guys have been having this. It's gotten kind of quiet. They're Malkavians. She's just going to trust it. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm going to move a little further away from the room. Lovely. Never trust silent Malkavians. Okay. Yeah, everything's fine. I actually got four successes. Four successes. Yeah. Um. You, you're listening through the web and you... You actually, you start to hear a song uh, in in what you believe is Hindi um, that is just sort of resonating in the sort of the null space between you. Um, if you think you might, if you can pull that song off, you think that that will actually go a long way towards sort of comforting her and even sort of putting it into her into a very meditative receptive state cool i have tons of performance if you would like to roll uh, a charisma Mm -hmm. performance roll it's going to be difficult uh because you you don't actually know this song it's coming through the the haze of insanity uh but if you'd like to make that roll you can try 
And what does a specialization give me? Uh, specialization, uh, which let me double check to see. I have what, singing. Singing, yeah. A specialization gives you an additional die. Nice. All right. Seven successes. Seven successes, yeah. So Holy shit. Inja, while you're sort of going in this, um, while you're centering yourself, you hear what you swear is in your father's voice the exact tone and meter the song that he sang to you when you were a child to get you to go to sleep. And it is incredibly comforting. And you you just sort of feel a lot of this tension wash away. And the only thing that's sort of keeping you from just surrendering is the knowledge that Hancock wants you, that he's not happy with you, that wants you, he wants you by his side, and it's just that that scratch on the on the, the, the chalkboard that's keeping you from just succumbing to this truly nostalgic comforting moment. So, but you see Alex, you see her just release all of this tension and close her eyes. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to feed off of her. Okay. Uh, I would like you to roll a uh, dexterity and brawl, please. Oh, no. <laughs> does he get a bonus for her being... He does, yeah. I will give you um, I will give you a two-die bonus. Oh, good. Um, Come on, baby. Two successes. Two successes. Okay. Um, and... Uh, Inja, if you would, I will go ahead and roll something for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alex, you are able, where are you, where are you trying to bite her? Uh, just right, you know, the sort of standard on the neck. Okay. So, um, Inja, you sort of snap out of it. The moment you feel him on you uh, with his fangs in your throat um, and like you you are able to twitch a little bit before the kiss takes you Uh, and then Alex you are able to get a mouthful of her blood cool Um, and now you're in frenzy oh no Uh, yes um, in the moments before the beast takes you, you remember that every time you've seen this done, the person is not just freaked out, they have succumbed to the beast. Now, fortunately, the the ritual uh, lets you ignore your current target, but you are ravenously hungry. You want blood. You, you, you've had your fill of this, but you you are just you are going to be seeking for blood. So Madison and Cadence. Yes. Uh, you hear I'm a, sitting on the beanbag chair. Yeah. You <laughs> hear a scuffle. I'm um, going to go check on them. Uh, and Cadence, as you walk into the hallway, you see uh, Alex, uh, his face covered in blood. Uh, from what the, from, the from actual the next, uh, fuck, man? Uh, and he is running towards you with just nothing in his eyes. All right. 
What? And Inja, you you sort of <laughs> shake yourself aware as you see him running out of the room. I'm going to attempt to tackle him first. Okay, all right. We're going to be going into combat now. Uh, I'm going to not pull a gun on my coterie mate, so I'm just going to stay back. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, um, Inja, are you doing anything? Uh, yeah, I want to beat the shit out of this motherfucker. Okay, so you're chasing after him. Gotcha. I love it. Um, okay, so uh, what I would like is Cadence. What, are, what exactly are you doing, Cadence? Uh, she's going to charge toward him, and being that she's smaller, she's going to try to get in under his arms and, like, try to push him back and, you know, get him okay. immobilized me before a, he can get her. Give me a dexterity brawl, and your grappling specialty will apply. Fantastic. I love having massive dice pools. Super That's four. Okay, um, so, yeah, um, you try and struggle, Alex, the beast tries to, um, uh, rouse itself, um. Yeah, but I literally do you, not have yeah, enough dice to it, avoid you this. You really don't. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Cadence, you are able to wrestle him to the ground and sort of tackle him. Inja, you come out of the door and you see, uh, the, the small woman that you were speaking to earlier just sort of face planting Alex into the ground. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna mentally capture that because I feel very fulfilled for seeing that. <laughs> um what the f- she looks it Alex he is she looks snarling. engine down. He is what the actual fuck So uh Alex I'm so uh, distracted. You... I actually will do something in combat now that I think about it. What are you doing? Uh, I don't know if it's my turn yet. Uh, yeah, you, you, you haven't acted yet, so we'll, we'll give you a go. Okay, uh, I'm just going to use my fast reflexes to pluck the stake from wherever on Cadence's person she had placed it after removing it. Okay, uh, Cadence. Oh, wait, no. No, Alex. She Alex. The one who removed it. So uh, where yeah. is the stake now? I think it's still in the room. Probably or... still in the room. Okay, well, I have a little bit of celerity, so I'm going to basically just You're heading for the stake. around that and pick it up and come back in that direction. Okay, you have the stake and you, you are basically in the Cadence area. catch. Um, I, 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 the hands full? Hands full? Hey, Scott. Hey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend a willpower to be able to direct my frenzy for long enough to utter a phrase uh, in, I guess it would be... But one moment. Uh, one moment, uh, Alex. Okay. You cannot control yourself. Oh. The, the, this ritual has utterly... It has utterly unleashed the beast. That's so fucking scary. Neat. Uh, so you you are not in the driver's seat at all. Cool. Um, but anyway, so yeah. Um, so Inja, uh, so you see this situation. You see uh, Madison run in, grab the stake. Are you doing anything? I would say they seem pretty distracted. I'm gonna head for the door. So I as you're as you're heading for the door, Inja. Um. Uh, I'm gonna give me one second, Cadence. I'd like you to make another Dex uh, brawl roll. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna roll for you, uh, Alex. Hello. You have ra- you have aroused the beast to increase your your uh, your. Uh. <laughs> okay, so this is entirely unrelated. One of my dice rolled under the door. Uh-oh. My cat batted it back out. <laughs> into the Thanks, room. Thanks, cat. Sweet. 
and, and unrelated, I, I got another four for Force that one. Yeah, yeah, you are able. He's he he's a little stronger, uh, but you're able to to wrestle him. But anyway, Injet, as you're you're making towards the door, um, you feel that bond that you know is there and you know has been dominating your life for the past decade. You feel it just fall away, and you don't give a fuck about Hancock right now. Okay. She kind of just shakes herself and looks back to the snarling, maddening Alex that's there and kind of try, even though she knows she's not as good, tries to touch him through the cobwebs. You just hear a snarling animal. Um, so this goes on for about five minutes, um, and eventually, uh, Cadence, you just essentially dominate him, uh, to such, physically dominate him to such a degree that Madison, you don't ever, you don't ever feel like you need to go in with the stake because Cadence has this in control. But after about five minutes of just absolute uncontrollable raging Alex, um, Alex, you come too. You feel a little hungrier. Your hunger's gone up by one. Cool. For the uh, for for effect's sake, since the of what I'm doing, I would like to as he is uh, sort of coming back in, not like before he is fully conscious of himself again. Mm-hmm. Um, he says a phrase in Vedic, which is a dead Indian language, mm-hmm. but that Inja might might be able to recognize the language if she speaks Hindi. I would say she would speak angry, so she would rec- she would she would know what it means. Um, so it's a dead language, and it's uh, I, I doubt that she'd actually know what it meant, but she would definitely be like, "Holy shit, that's a that's a six thousand okay. year old dead language." Actually, I'm going to roll. She's quite intelligent, so I'm going to oh, okay. I'm going to roll for her to see if she knows that. I have such an upset cat. <laughs> Yeah, she knows what it means. Um, so it will mean... Um, let chaos free us from the chains that bind us. Okay, so yeah. You come to with these these dead words on your lips that, Inja, you understand from sort of your, your uh, religious upbringing. Um, and the situation calms itself. You're still on top of him, uh, Cadence. You've got him very firmly in a headlock. I'm gonna say it again. What the actual ever-loving fuck? Uh, I, um... I, I fixed her. You, you what? 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 Yeah. He talks a dick. I hate him. Whoa, you did! Shit! Yeah, I think I can do that now. I don't know how you did that, but I'm very, very grateful. Also, that was beautiful. But my my head cannot take either. this. Whew. What? Oh, he's Maybe gonna be. So, oh, she she lets you up. By the way, you're okay. Cool. She, she, she's just like, a, oh my god, he's gonna be so. Cadence forgetting to let him out of the headlock. <laughs> so no. just well, to... she has to. She's gonna cackle maniacally at the ceiling about Hancock losing his 
precious psychic. So, Inja, to describe the room that you're in right now, uh, it looks kind of like a community center. Um, like, maybe like a, a teen center, because it's got, like, bean bags and, like, some, some comfy chairs and a little podium uh, where, where there's some, some speakers set up and a DJ table. Uh, it looks like there's a kitchenette uh, a little down the ways, and there's a hallway leading to some back rooms. Uh, okay. But that's, that's what you're in right now. Okay. Yeah. No, it looks she... like new paint. Like it looks. It looks, been like it's been made up pretty well. She she like clearly was heading to the door when all that happened. Like stopped and she just actually make her way back into the living room ish area, and then kind of adjust a bean bag before sitting down in it and be like, nope. How do we get him back? I assume you guys have a plan. My head hurts really bad. No, you're, yeah. you're Alex, why don't you take five or fifty? Yeah. Yeah, like that. like Christmas. I don't know what the hell you did, but it clearly worked, so wow. Good job. Thank you. I'm hearing a lot of... Is it normal to hear tinfoil inside your brain? No. Not oh. even for you. Okay, cool, cool. You guys take this one then. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit for a bit. You, do you, you need you a, do, that. do you need something to eat? No, maybe. Yeah. You should go do that. All right, right. So, I'll, yeah. I'll, I, I, I can bring someone here if you'd prefer to rest. Yeah, I think so. I think that's probably. All right, text me what you want. He says right. like somebody talking about a taco bowl. Oh my god, we're the worst. <laughs> I have three dots of herd, but they're all completely consenting. Indeed. So yeah, this is the scene. You guys are in your little rec room. What's uh, what's the t- conversation? Okay, <sighs> so you 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 friend person. Uh, Call me Inja. Inja. Okay, cool. Inja. Uh, so it's, the it's plan. I actually know your name. Yeah. So like I said, the plan was originally to just ruin the routine just enough to take you and then plop you back on Hancock's doorstep to make a point that we can get to him just as easily as he can get to us. Now, you're completely on board with getting to him now, which means the plopping back off is not a necessary factor. In fact, I think the fact that you're like now magically like your own person again is probably going to piss him off like three million times more. Oh, yeah. I'm curious how he's going to respond. Normally when... Normally, feeling your bond over somebody break that suddenly, well, I guess it's really not as differentiable from the regnant side. I also get the very strong um, perception from the work that I've just done that he wasn't doing a lot to maintain it. He's just basically force-feeding her. Ugh. Yeah, that's what he's been doing. He hasn't been a nice guy in a long time. Just, you know, I mean, that first year of Maybe they're your friend enough to lure you in. Yeah, that's how they get you. Mm. My most sincere condolences. I've been through not quite the same ringer, but a similar one. Now, okay, so here's here's another thing. You, I mean, blood bond aside, you you know him better than the rest of us, and may, yes, your judgment was clouded, but you have seen for yourself the things that he does in the way that he acts. 
what do you think he would do in retaliation? Would he come after you? Would he come after us? Like, what what do you think is the most likely move here? Uh, if I was him, honestly, I would want to recapture my property. So okay. me, and then take, then release his anger out on you. Okay. All right. Well. And he is no stranger to escalating things beyond what is reasonably reasonable escalation. Nope. So here's the thing. Even the Camarilla has advanced somewhat over the last few decades. This sort of egregious use of the blood bond is not socially acceptable, except as a punishment, or between uh, Childer and Sire, uh, capturing perfectly innocent person and effectively enslaving them is beyond even their public ethos. So we do have some interesting additional angles to play on this. Well, she had mentioned that she'd broken the masquerade at some point. Was this your punishment for that, or did Hancock just take the opportunity? I think he took the opportunity. Normally that sort of punishment would be given down by a primogen uh, or a prince, not yeah, not a sheriff. A judge, jury, and executioner in the form of the sheriff. What if, I will what note, if we wrote a strongly worded letter to the cam? <laughs> she presumably has a primogen amongst the Camarilla. I mean, the Malkavian is a pillar clan. That and might... if I recall correctly, the Malkavians uh, and their primogen live largely on the edge of Camarilla territory and are a bunch of Bohemians who don't necessarily get along with the gentrified core of the Camarilla in this domain. There is a coterie of Malkavians in Torridor that live there. You're not certain about okay. any old... You don't You don't think any of them are the primogen. Damn, I was hoping. All right, that would have been too easy, though. However, if I might, uh, I cannot imagine that any primogen is going to be thrilled with the idea that his... Uh, that one of his clan has been being bloodbound by the sheriff unbeknownst to him. With that, I don't think the primogen will take well to that, and I don't think the prince will take well to it either. It's a pretty egregious spit in the eye of her authority to pass down those sorts of judgments. Yeah, NJ, you've you've been this way since before you were in Atlanta, and you've never actually met your primogen here. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's been at least a decade. Alrighty then, I guess. <laughs> I guess we're uh, putting together a strongly worded letter and figuring out who to send it to. Okay. Um, Alex, that's going to have to be you. I'm not the one we want to make those sorts of overtures to the Camarilla. They have their own opinions, to say the least. Yeah, and uh, I'll talk to my clan. I can't imagine that their primogen will decline a matter like this. I don't, I don't think I've met the chap, but I, I cannot but imagine that he's no f- more fond of uh, 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 Sheriff Dickbag than we are. I'll get you the contact info, and you can actually talk to him. Thank you. So, uh, can I do that, Scott? Yeah, you can give me an intelligence politics role to figure out who that might it might be. And hey, uh, is there any way we maybe we could swing this to to that group of the? other hippie Malks and Tories and see if, you know, we could get them on our side? Probably. So, Madison, you, uh, sort of going through, you go through some of your contacts, you don't know it off the top of the bat, um, but actually he's a fairly notorious, he's a fairly well-known figure, 
the permission of Atlanta for Clan Malkavian is one Dr. Douglas Netchurch. I feel like I know that name. You probably do. Uh, he is a named NPC in the books. He is a renowned uh, scientist uh, and a kindred physiologist. Uh, knows more about the sort of the biological and physical nature of kindred than anyone else. Uh, Perfect. And he has been in Atlanta for the past five years, acting as the primogen. He's very private. He doesn't he doesn't engage in a lot of politics, uh, but he is certainly the eldest and most renowned of them in the city. And well, we'll fix the that. Alex, you know uh, Doctor Netchurch. Um, you know sir- him personally no but definitely know of him well he's the guy you want to talk to oh neat right i'll I'll get on that immediately then yeah i've got a phone number i don't know if it'll get you right to him or to him ish but here you go uh so i'll take that number and i'll uh start trying to arrange a meeting okay Scott. so you you send a message i mean you like you you call the number or you send a message to the number it obviously doesn't go direct to him um, but, uh, you get the sense that some telephone tag is being played. And, uh, before you get any sort of response, uh, both, uh, Alex and Enja just sort of feel this cold presence start to regard you from that empty space in the back of your minds. Um... It lingers for a time, not saying anything or projecting any emotion or information. It's just there. Sure. And then it moves away. And maybe about 15 minutes later, you uh, get a... You receive a text message that has a location. Uh, It's in Camarilla Territory. Uh, it's basically in one of the, the, uh, it's in a medical facility, uh, private medical facility, uh, on the northern edge of Camarilla territory. It's not in the area around the CDC that it is verboten, but it's actually fairly close to it. Um, and you get a time and essentially a, a, it's encoded, but it is. But you are able to suss out that it is an actual invitation uh, okay. to to come. So you are being invited into Camarilla territory. Um, and are it, you? It's actually a, uh, the time is a couple hours away. Okay, cool. So I will share that with Madison, and uh, well, I'll share that with everybody, and say so. If you want to come along, I don't know if the invitation is for all of us or not, but I don't know that he knows that either necessarily. the information is (coughs) nondescript it doesn't say you know it doesn't give a plus one or a plus two or it's just an invitation to parties interested i feel like we should probably try to stick together right now if we're going into game territory Uh, yeah i think so i have one other question concern thingamabob uh so how up front do you want to be alex about this fancy new blood bond shattering thing of yours because i have a feeling that the number one question that's going to be asked is well if she was bloodbound, why ain't she now and uh, that's like people get on edge when weird strange new power things get tossed around 
I would say that with anyone other than Mr. Netchurch, I probably would not share that information. However, uh, since it is not only a subject of some particular study to Mr. Netchurch, but also since I'm pretty sure he was just in my brain and he knows already, um, that I, I would like to discuss it with him specifically. Okay. All right. I just, you know, wouldn't want, you know, mobs with pitchforks or anything like that. I'm going to try very hard to avoid that eventuality. Okay, okay awesome. Scott? Yeah? Uh, real quick, I was just wondering, um, do I still feel that same unease when I look at Madison? That's faded. Like that might have faded with the blood bond? That's faded as you've gotten kind of gotten to know him. You're still not sure why that was. Um, uh, would you like to investigate that at all? Yes, I would. Okay, well, I will go ahead and roll your uh, premonition ability, uh, which will allow you to sort of key into that. But I'm going to roll your hunger, which you do get a little hungrier uh, for 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 pro probing this about ability of the blood. Uh, but I'm going to give you a roll and see how that comes up. You when you are sort of putting dots together, when you're when when you've been basically doing what you've been doing for the past decade with, with Hancock, which he feeds you like he feeds you a name, he feeds you a situation, he, he says put the dots together and and you're able to through mundane investigation and your superlative uh, ability with auspects uh, you're able to make connections that are just uncanny. And you do that with this situation. Uh, the beast kind of rankles with you, but you're able to sort of put dots and, and connections, and you've you spend enough time with Madison to know that he's a pretty competent manipulator of civic affairs. And you think he's behind all of the difficulties you had at the theater directly. Ah. Hmm? Hmm. What? Uh, how do you feel about Bollywood films? Oh, they're fine. You... Uh, can I ask why you ask? Uh, just trying to place things together about how this whole situation came to play out. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That was us. Yeah. I, I, I told you the plan was to mess with you to get to Hancock, yes. but we, yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh no, that, that makes sense. And I'm actually feeling better about this now. Okay. Amazing how far the truth can get you, right? You know, people just communicated more. It's the cornerstone of a good relationship. All right. So as you guys are getting prepared to uh, head north of the city, we're going to go ahead and take our break. Uh, so pardon us while we uh, while we tend to our needs, uh, and we'll be back soon. And hopefully, uh, Miss Willow Walsh will be joining us. Is, is, nice. Will, will you, Willow? I know you're out there in the chat. I can see you. But hopefully, hopefully she'll be with us. So everyone, mm -hmm. see you in a few moments.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to Vampire the Masquerade Burn It Down, and we have the full crew here again. Uh, I think Willow had some car issues, or rather Mo did. Uh, Mo Ferrer as Willow. Uh, so we are actually going to go ahead and talk to Willow for a little bit and get her synced back up. So, so how's it been? It's been fine. It's been great. Everything's <laughs> been wonderful. Um, so yeah, when the sun rose, uh, Willow, you were in the communal haven. Uh, mm -hmm. So whether or not you had wanted that to happen, that's what happened. I mean, if that's where they kidnapped me to, I don't really have much of a choice for that. I <laughs> was kind true. of Shanghai there you in don't. the day. Uh, yeah, I believe we, we, we left it off. It was rather ambivalent as to what was going to happen to you. But <laughs> it seems Madison decided to grab you. Uh, but anyway, you did that. And, uh, you know, you, uh, you kind of panicked a little bit because... You're not where you were, and you really are worried about your van and all the stuff in your van. So you run off to go and yeah. take care of that. And as we described uh, last week, or last game, uh, when you get to your phone, uh, you see that there were a couple of security alerts. Uh, mm. And you were able to see, uh, basically, the front door, when you pull up the, the, the sort of the video feed uh, of the recording of what happened. Because this happened while you were away from everything. Yeah. You saw your front door kicked open by someone who wasn't there. Uh, and then Hancock, uh, holding a, a large suitcase-sized box, uh, appeared in sort of the, the front foyer of your establishment, put it down, looked for the camera, blew you a kiss, or blew the camera a kiss, and then disappeared again. So that's where we are. We are, you are at the, the sort of the, the car repair place where you had the van sent. Yeah. You have your phone in your hand and you have just seen this. What are you doing? Like, she's like probably standing. She's probably like in the back of her van sitting down and kind of doing inventory on everything when uh -huh. she like opens up her phone and sees that and is like, oh, oh, fuck. Fuck me. And just, like, on autopilot, gets into her van and drives to her fucking house. Okay, so your people were actually not there, because you had them helping out and doing some interference. So none of your people are there. Or at it's least, okay. they, or at least yeah. they weren't there when that when that happened. Yeah, um, no. If he, if he showed up in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. uh, then odds are there probably weren't a lot of people there. Like, right. at all, really. Mm -hmm. There's just... I sort of live above where I work. Right. Because I have so many weird havens. That's one of them. Mm -hmm. But and, by the time you, well, you yeah. get there, uh, some people have been there during the day. Uh, you, know, you, you, uh, you see sort of the door has been hastily repaired. Uh, and, you know, there is a receptionist sort of waiting there for you. Uh, like, you know, obviously she's very upset. She's like, we, were, we weren't able to contact you. The door was broken in. There was a thing in the middle of the foyer. We haven't touched it. Oh, um, good. Thank God you didn't touch it. We figured you want to deal with it, but it, it's been a little stressful, ma'am. I won't lie. Oh, it's okay. Is everybody accounted for? She Can you do that for me? I'd appreciate that. Sure, sure. I can go do that. And she heads yeah. over to her desk. I'm gonna... And starts making calls and, and contacting people on the computer. All right. Well, while you do that, let me see what's in the fucking bag. 
Okay. And sort of like I drag my feet to this through my uh you know my door into my living room. Okay, so you drag it in into a more private place. So when yeah. you when you actually see it, uh there is actually it's a pipe bomb. Yeah. Why not? Uh oh. there's actually an envelope taped to the top of it. Let me get my gloves. I put on some latex I put on some like latex or nitrile gloves like all right, let me see. So I open it up. You open up the envelope. It's just a simple piece of paper uh, that has written in sort of a, a rough handwriting. Uh, it just simply says, keep your nose clean. Oh. And uh, you check the box. There's nothing, like, you don't find any trip wires or anything like that. I'm, I'm giving you the, the benefit of that on that. Yeah. Span myself with the paper like, oh, man. So when you open the lid, it is filled with those tiny soaps, all with the Marriott Marquis logo on it. And there is a small package sort of nestled in on the top between of them, a small cardboard package. I reach over and I pick up the package. Or can I open it? Is yeah, it you like can to... open it. It's 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 just it, it uh, it's just a simple cardboard package. Right. I sort of like uh, at this point, like I've pulled it up to like a couch, mm-hmm. and I've like I've sat down, and I'm just like leaning over it, like. So you okay. open up the package. You open up the little package. Inside is a small flask that's sealed. And it has a piece of masking tape across it uh, with, uh, it says EXP dot, and then the next night's date. I swirl it. (laughs) There's liquid in there. Can I inspect the liquid? Do you open the flask? Yeah, I want to smell it. What is this? Yeah, you open the flask. Uh, you actually have to break a small wax seal that's around the um, uh, around the edge of it, and when you uncap it, the immediate heady aroma of kindred vitae comes out of it. It is thick and potent, a little bit rancid, but it is clearly kindred vitae. And it is, if you had salivary glands, they'd be going because this stuff is. Very intoxicatingly potent. I sort of like push the wax back over it and place it on my coffee table and just sort of lean back in my chair. Just sort of like analyzing everything. One, love the soap. Thanks. <laughs> I love that soap. It's good soap. Second, I mean, Marriott soap. Listen, it's so good. Mm. Uh, so she's just like leaning back and sort of interpreting what this means. Okay. She's interpreting the the kiss being blown she's interpreting the soap and she's just like is this bitch offering me a job holy shit uh would you like to roll wits insight to see if there you can gather yes. any uh, any details about it hell yes oh let me roll my hunger yeah please do i'm, I'm good What is the... I don't recall what this one is. 
uh, is that a skull or a, or a little onk? It's an onk with the dots by it. That means it's a ten, uh, which that doesn't. It, you got a success, uh, I so have, I that have means this essentially. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. Your hunger. Your hunger. Um, uh, your hunger is just one die. Uh, okay. So if you roll that and it came with success, you're fine. Your hunger oh. hunger doesn't go up. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, I yeah. got a success on something else. You got a success on your wits insight roll. Yeah. Okay. You kind of piece it together, and you, I mean, combined with your conversation uh, with uh, Mr. Brandon DeMoss, the Toyodor Primogen, you think, I mean, you're certainly ha- you certainly have an invitation to join the Camarilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not certain Hancock is offering you a job, though. Yeah. I think he's creeping on you. I should have sort of, like, I, I'm still, like, steepled and, like, leaned back on the couch and she's sort of like running through whether or not this is pertinent information to tell people Mm -hmm. for a lot of reasons um the chief one being whether or not she can use this to everybody's advantage and so she's just sitting there and your beast is just sort of whispering in the back of your head my god that must be that must be thick Oh God! I want it on my tongue. Yeah. I want to roll it around. I want to yeah. gargle it. Put it in your mouth, bitch. <laughs> yes. Wow. It's very graphic. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we so need an adult in the stream, stat. Sort of. I am an adult. And she starts to smile just wider and wider as everything sort of starts to weigh on her and the realization and then she's just so fucking flattered by this <laughs> in like a really fucked up weird sort of way like like if you found out that someone who's just been like picking on you actually super likes you just that yeah is that so and she's just pleased she doesn't drink it. Okay. But she does wrap it up in some stuff because she's taking it with her. Okay. And so she's just like, all right. All right. I'm going to take the soaps and put them in my bathroom. <laughs> there's a <laughs> lot. I mean, there's a lot of soap. So many. Oh, my God. Like, you have to clear some space in your in your linen closet. Oh, God. Look at all this fucking soap. Um, yeah, I'm gonna probably get, uh, I'm gonna get Madison on, uh, speakerphone if I can. Okay. What, what are they up to over there? So, while you guys are getting ready... Everything's uh, fine. Yeah. Uh, while you guys are getting ready, uh, Madison, you get a call from Willow's number. Hey? Hey, I got my car back. Cool. I'm really happy to hear that. Oh, yeah, my house was broken into not as happy to hear that yeah not feeling great about that but oh boy do i have something i've just got to show you it's killing me oh we have uh something to talk to you about too it's equally exciting i bet why would you do like i i promise whatever you've done is not nearly as great as this you know why don't you head on over and we'll figure it out Okay, we'll see. <laughs> okay, so Willow makes it over to the Haven uh, about a half hour before you guys need to leave. 
uh, to make that appointment. Uh, and when you come into the Haven, Willow, you see uh, a new guest. It's the uh, the Malkavian. Um, I'm assuming you give guys have given her them like a new shirt or uh, something along those lines. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, it's one of Can- uh, Cadence's uh, like punk shirts. She probably has like an oversized T-shirt from a show where they were all sol- all sold out, you know, except for something like extra large. She's like, fuck it, I'll buy it anyway. Cool. I can totally see that. So you're wearing these like slick silk pants and like a faded as hell punk shirt. Um, but yeah, so it's that. Don't ask about the stains. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's you. Oh. Hey. Check you don't, this out, NJ, You don't recognize this person. You've never seen this person before. Yeah, I don't know you. Oh right, yeah. Hey, this is Willow. She was indispensable in us identifying what had happened to you. Mm, yeah. No, I saved you. All right, check this out, Willow. Hey, Anya. Hi. What do, you, what do you think about Hancock? Fuck that guy. Everybody thinks that. What's special? No, 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 no. Hey, Alex. Uh, yeah. What the fuck did you do? You haven't actually told me yet either. Uh, so, um, it's an ancient ritual. It's an ancient Vedic ritual, which is weird because I didn't think that I spoke Vedic. In fact... I'm not really 100% sure what Vedic means, but it's an ancient Vedic ritual, I'm pretty sure, and um, I broke her blood bond with my brain. You didn't, use the, you didn't use that fucking cup, did you? No, no, I did it with my brain, literally. It was my brain that did it. Inja, I'm going to roll Intelligence Occult for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he just, like, busted out of the bedroom all, like frenzied out and shit. I had to hold him down for a solid five minutes before he got over it. I did not expect it to make me frenzy. Of course, I didn't expect it to do anything. So, a combination of cup plus things that break the blood blonde, you're pretty sure they're talking about the Valdery, which is a Sabbat ritual. Yeah. React to that as you will. Bond. (laughs) Uh, so I feel like I've only been gone for about four hours, and you broke a blood bond with your fucking mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it was it was it was uh, surprising for us too. I think it was fucking sweet. Yeah, it's just a thing I think I can do now. Do you think you can like do that like whenever you wanted? Yeah, but it's not easy, and um, now we know that it will probably cause me to enter frenzy every time I do it. Oh, that's okay if Cadence is around. Was she around? Did she stop she, you? She hurt my shoulder really bad, yeah. Sorry, dude. No, it was worth it. Yeah, it makes sense. I would have hurt my shoulder too if I'd been you. Hmm. Yeah, all I had was a gun. I figured you'd prefer not that. Don't let uh-huh. him hit me with a gun. That's that's crazy. But yeah, yeah, no, I think I can do it again. Um, I, I don't know that I really meant to do it this time, if that makes any sense. I was just this thinking time. about it. And uh, and how it was a thing that could be done that I read about once. It was very confusing. Well, hey, it works. Who gives a shit? It worked. It did. I synced it. That's oh, wow. uh, you know. So I have to say, yeah, no, that that's pretty fucking eventful. Good. Yeah, on I you told guys. you it was fucking rad. 
yeah, that's that's great, and not like. All right, what do you got? And so I like pointed Inja or Inya, and I'm like, so like you were. I think his... Inja is right, by the way. I just said it uh, wrong. Inja, and so you are now free from any sort of. Yeah. Outside influences. Yep, pretty much. Okay, well, before I tell everyone what happened to me, I do have a question for you. So, what was it like being blood bond to him? Go ahead. You can relationship. Like how bad? You are gaslighted so bad that they don't do anything wrong, and it's always your fault. Oh, are we are we talking like a Nancy Sponge and Sid Vicious sort of thing going on? Oh, right. Without the glam. Oh, oh. Am I supposed to understand that? And appropriate comparison. Oh, of course. Come on, icons. Um, it's like your whole aesthetic and you don't know who you don't know who Sid Vicious is Sid and Nancy? yeah Sid and Nancy obviously it's a classic yeah. movie yeah. Well, it's, not, it's, not, it's not just a movie it really was there were real people oh yeah yeah but the movie seems yeah yeah absolutely the movie's correct obviously okay well <laughs> that was that was definitely the question I had uh, and so you'd say you would you never recommend it to anybody would not recommend absolutely like negative five stars at no way like in no part in any way was it fun no no okay well the cool thing that happened to me was hancock broke into my house delivered me about four kilos worth of uh fancy luxury soaps and has offered me his blood so i'm really thinking about taking it what yeah <laughs> taking what? the soap right oh i've taken the soap i'm talking about why well i'm all ears i'm talking about the blood why oh, oh i want to get in on that i think it would be interesting one uh, because then I could have access to him whenever I fucking wanted. And two, apparently Alex can just break that shit. Oh. Oh. So I'm honestly just thinking about drinking it. Um, vampire blood is a great time, if you've ever had any. Well, uh, it's not gonna... not well, gonna call the blood bond if it's in a bottle. Anyway. And I sort of reach into my purse and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Then what was this about? Is it like a joke? Maybe? I mean, I kind of like waving your dick around, I guess. Inja. Mm-hmm. You look at that, and you see sort of this uh, wax around the edge of the flask that you recognize. It, it was uh, it was something that Hancock would do every now and then when he had to go away. Um, it's basically <laughs> a method of preserving Vitae uh, such that it, it would, its potency would remain uh, even out of the out of the vein. So, if it's the same thing, you're pretty sure that blood is hot and active. For 24 hours? 48 hours? About 48 hours. Oh. Yeah, you, uh, he would leave me those when he had to leave for extended periods of time. Got about 48 hours to decide if you want to chug that or not. Oh, please, Willow. Even thinking about it makes me want to throw up. Well, hold, you, hold on, you, you have better taste terrible. than that. Oh. But hold on, oh. though. Hold on, hold on. If she were to do it, 
Hancock does not know what we know that we are capable of now. Yeah, but he doesn't have to know she chugged it or not. Like, how is he going to know, for real? Oh, he's probably going to visit me at my house again. I should probably clean up. Oh, my God. This is just so skeevy on so many fucking levels. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're acting weird. Me? Yeah, you. I don't know. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Willow never laughs. It's Mo. (laughs) You're not. what you're talking about. No, no, no. You, you're right. I see it too. It's not. It's not how you normally behave about such. You're not normally so cavalier about things like this. Yeah, but you also forget that she lives for the drama, and what is more fucking dramatic than an, an illicit blood exchange between a Camarilla sheriff and an Anarch who just kidnapped his fucking milk? I, I think that's it's a vast like a... oversimplification of how I'm feeling. Uh, anyone who would like to roll a Wits Insight, uh, and uh, Willow, if you would like to roll a Composure <laughs> Substitute. Yeah, I definitely want to make that roll. <laughs> Why not? I'm yeah. Would you like to do that? Okay. I will roll that for you, Inja. Okay, no. Uh, I was about to say, oh my god. Okay, I had gotten uh, a Red Skull and a Black Onk. I see. So that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't do anything special. <sighs> It'd be good if it did. Though. It would. <laughs> You'd be cooler if you did. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mo, Mo, how, Willow, how many successes did you get? One. Okay. Madison, three. Cadence. Oh. I'm like a glass window, guys. <laughs> yeah. So loving Alex tonight. Alex. Yeah. Nice. Alex and Inja. Um, <clears throat> you catch the sort of the whiff in her behavior uh, of someone. It's not you, you've you've seen this in mortals a lot. This is definitely some form of addiction or predilection uh, to to kindred vitae. Um, and it, it seems to, it doesn't seem to be like overriding her rash, her reason or whatnot. It just seems to be like a kink for her. Like she really likes it. Uh... Um, Cadence and Madison. Um, yeah, she's definitely acting strange. There's something in relation to this blood that is kind of messing with her head. You don't think it's supernatural. You think it's just some psychological thing that she's got going on. And and yeah, you 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 try and keep your stone face, but you you definitely get in all of their eyes like they're giving you that look, like that <sighs> shameful parent look. Listen, so my plan, in all honesty, is to divulge to everybody here how I'm actually feeling right now in the moment, and then later on, when this does whatever, you know. You know what I intended to do. This is hideous. It still seems like a real bad idea. Yeah, um, it does. It seems incredibly risky, but honestly, having the ear of the sheriff seems great, actually. Uh, I have I have the fucking... I would like his ear in a box, if, if that's what you mean, and along with other parts of him in separate boxes. I probably could get that, too. And she, <laughs> she smiles just a little bit. 
and it's very rare for her to crack a smile, but you actually do see, yeah, that'd be great. I mean, far be it for me to stand in the way of somebody else's giggles. No, no this no, is 100% no, 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 no. No giggles. I'm it's standing giggles. in the way of the giggles. It's not giggles, I no could giggles. honest. No giggles? A bit, um, no. These, these are unacceptable giggles. Uh, you know what? Uh, so, can we table this discussion for maybe right now? Because we actually have an appointment, and then we can circle back to it, maybe? Well, I have 24 hours, so Okay, whatever. so let's just put that in, like, the freezer or something for now. We're just good. Right, okay. yeah, it's totally, yeah. If you don't mind, my dear, not right now. I, I support your freedom to do terrible things that make no sense whatsoever. But not right now. Sure, sure, sure. But but also, like, in a way where it doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, obviously, you see that. But 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 we'll, let's, let's revisit that after we've done this thing that we've got to do. Yeah. What are we doing? Uh, right. We're going to go and talk to um, the uh, primogen of this young lady who did not know that she was even here. Because okay, her so... keeping her hidden. Oh. 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 Drama. Oh. It's a lot so of drama. Hancock's the fucking worst. He's literally yeah. the worst. Like, like yeah. the fucking worst, yeah. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah. And she smiles again. <laughs> okay. Are you, are you high? No. I'm in shock from my house being broken in, can't you tell? My security and safety has been damaged. I feel violated in a very yeah. deep sort of way. Yeah. When did that happen? And you like that. <laughs> I mean, we've all got no, our giggles. That's we... what it is. No, that's not it. We've all got our giggles. Whatever. Now. Like I said earlier with giggles, That's... which I thought was great. I'm putting it in the fucking fridge, and I like to okay, pout and put it in the fridge. <laughs> nice. I'm I'm the fucking Cadence fridge. is just going to shake her head and walk out to the car. Okay. I have nope. perfectly good reasons for doing everything that I'm doing, I promise. I mean, I'm convinced. All right, so you guys get a car uh, that can fit all of you, uh, and you guys uh, make your way north of the city. Uh, to skirting that edge of that territory that everyone's been informed just don't fucking go there. Uh, and eventually you make your way into this sort of private medical facility. Uh, it's actually a very, it seems like it's a very secure, uh, walled-off facility. Like, it's a, it's, it has, like, a nondescript clinic name. Uh, you know, there is a gate, a, a very heavy gate in front of it, so you can't just drive in. Um, you know, you're met by guards uh, at the gate. Uh, they basically ask your names. Does everyone? Does everyone give names? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you give yours, Alex, uh, they seem to find something on a on a checkboard and and check it off and say they open the gate and drive in. Uh, you're go to a parking garage, a small parking garage. Uh, when you park your car, you're met by two mortals uh, who are wearing security guard outfits, uh, have guns at their side. Uh, and they say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please follow us. Yep, I follow them. They seem like they know where they're going. Okay. I trust them. 
uh, and they lead you uh, they lead you down the stairs uh, to the entrance of the building, uh, which is this very posh, very elegant uh, medical doctor's office. Um, when you look at the sign that says where all the doctors are, there's only three doctors listed, um, or three three practices listed. Uh, and uh, the the astute amongst you uh, can sort of look at the building layout uh, and can tell that there are spaces for four such practices uh, <laughs> in this building. You are led to the door that just seems to be unoccupied mm-hmm. uh, and and doesn't have any name on it. I see what's going on here. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you are escorted into a waiting room, uh, where a young man is sitting at sort of a reception table. Uh, there are five clipboards, uh, with papers attached to them, sort of laid out on the reception desk. Uh, and he says, uh, if you would all please just fill out some basic information, the doctor will see you soon. I put high blood pressure. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a pretty stock standard medical like information form. Awesome. I just lie on it. I just, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Just like no. Pretty no, fucking dead in all caps. Okay. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I'm on this medication and. Yeah, um, Madison. Do you? What do you put on it? He just stares at it like, what is he trying to get at with this? <laughs> like, he literally overthinks it. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's got to be part of, like, some scheme. Where he's, like, making chess. play with it. And he's like, hmm. And then he really, he looks over and sees Cadence with just pretty fucking dead written on it. And he goes, oh, it's a meme. And then he fills it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, he, uh, collects... All the, the, the paperwork uh, sort of looks through it, takes it behind its de- his desk, uh, starts entering it in on a computer. Uh, and about five minutes later, he finishes. No one's come to get you. And he says, it'll be just a few more moments. Sure, sure. Tell him to take his time. We understand. Um, Hand sanitizer, flip through some magazines. Yeah, well, there's, there is a... There is an industrial size thing of hand sanitizer right there, ready to go. It actually has like a, some cups so that you can portion <laughs> out your own uh, and uh, and and not have to to deal with that. Um, I have a question. Yes. Are there any windows in this room? There are no windows in this room. All right. Um, okay. In which case, actually. Uh, Cadence actually wants to stand outside the door, so if anyone comes in, she can see them, because she does not trust that they are not going to be disturbed during this meeting. Okay, so you're, you're, you're heading out of the practice. Yeah, uh, well, maybe, like, just outside that waiting room area where we are, so, like, she can stop, like, if someone, if she sees someone come inside, then okay. she can let the others know. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you head out, um, the, you know, the door, uh, uh, as you're heading out, he says, uh, "Ma'am, just just hit the buzzer when you want to come back in." Okay. You head out the door. A um, couple more minutes go by. No one 
approaches the front uh, of the thing while you're waiting. Uh, eventually, the door inside opens, uh, and a young woman, uh, just wearing a, a pretty basic nurse's outfit, um, maybe a little out of date. Uh, you know, it's maybe it's that classic with the hat and uh, uh, no, mini, we still wear mini that. skirt. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Uh, she says, uh, if you'll come this way, uh, the doctor will be seeing, we'll see you shortly. Okay. She's like, I just go right along with it. Like this is the most normal thing. In she, the world. She's counting you and says, oh, where's the fifth member of your, uh, group? Fifth member. I just send Kate a text that says, Hey, uh, I think they want you to come with us. I'm keeping watch. Oh, right. Uh, she's uh, had to... She smokes, and she thought that that would be... The, the, the woman just gives the biggest tisk. I know. That's how I feel about it, too. She says, very well, if she doesn't want to attend uh, the appointment. Uh, that's her prerogative. Um, Probably come back in. I don't think they're going to let you back in. <sighs> if that's what he says to her, she's, she'll buzz herself back in. Yeah. Buzz, door unlocks again. Like, oh, oh, good. You, you are here. Good, excellent. Uh, the doctor probably would have... That that probably wouldn't have gone over very well. Uh, please okay, follow me. Okay, but if we get jumped well with here, I'll, I'll just say and I told you so. Uh, she, she, she holds up a hand and like flips over a couple of pages on her clipboard uh, and says, uh, The good doctor net church officially offers you hospitality in his domain. Oh, wonderful. Thank oh. you. Okay. Yeah. I I grab a uh a, a uh issue of the National Enquirer off of the uh, waiting room table. I guess I'm ready to go in. Oh, Bat Boy, I remember him. <laughs> this one's about how the queen is actually a reptile. That's true though. That's, that's <laughs> a fact. So, uh she leads you past a few exam rooms. Uh, sort of deeper into the facility. Um, you know, she leads you basically across a sort of kind of a threshold where, you know, before there's sort of linoleum, uh, shiny, perfectly polished linoleum, uh, this area of the facility has carpet. Uh, and it's sort of back in sort of the more office space. And she leads you up to a very, very elegant, well-appointed mahogany door. Uh, she knocks on it, uh, and uh, she she opens it slightly and says, "Doctor, your three thirty is here." And it is in fact three thirty in the morning. Exactly. Of course, mm-hmm. punctuality uh, is very important. And she, he, you hear something from inside, some some sort of muttering, uh, and she opens the door and says, "Doctor, we'll see you now." Thank you so much. Um, and I'm gonna step in there and. Sit on the exam table. It's actually not an exam table. It is a. Oh, it bad. is an office. It is a doctor's office. Uh, very large, statuesque desk. Uh, there are, uh, you know, a couple of chairs uh, placed in front of it. Um, no computers here. Uh, there's a typewriter uh, and a sort of a, a large filing uh, f- file with many, many folders in it. And behind the desk, you see, uh, appears to be a young man, short blonde hair, uh, black 
reflective sunglasses uh, with a medical name tag that says Dr. Netchurch on it. He says, please come in, have a seat. Thank you, Dr. Netchurch. Uh, thank you for seeing us. You're most welcome. This is unanticipated. He sort of looks over each of you with a ch- his uh, check clipboard and makes a little few notes. And then he settles on Inja for a little bit. And Inja, you begin to feel that cold presence in that null space ramp up very keenly on you. And then he moves on to Madison and then to Willow, finally. And he says, To what do I owe the pleasure? Um, Sir, we probably aren't um, telling you anything you don't know by telling you that we're not members of your sect. He says, That is true, I do know that. But I surmise that you had something of interest to talk to me about. We do. As it turns out, this young lady, and he'll point to Enja, is a member of your sect, and um, she has been held against her will in this domain um, for how long did you say, Enja? Uh, we came here... Gosh. Uh, 2010. She's been ah. held since 2010 against her will by Sheriff Hancock. He did not tell you she was in the domain, and he has kept her blood bound the entire time. And I, I'm not an expert on Camarilla law, but I am to understand that as a member of your clan, she was to present herself to you, uh, which she was prevented from doing by Hancock. You feel the presence of his stare underneath the glasses. Uh, it is piercing and you feel as though you are just being like any deception or dissimulation would be scraped away by a scalpel but as you're telling the truth I'm telling the truth and if he's if he's uh, you know doing the if he's looking for emotion and whatnot I, I am suitably intimidated by him as well. <laughs> I see. He says, that is inappropriate on Sheriff Hancock's behalf. He turns to Inja and he says, is this true, young ma'am? Yep. Uh, it's actually the down became was before that but uh yeah he did not introduce me i was didn't even know your name until just a little while ago sir that is good to know thank you for bringing this to my attention of course, uh, and and to be very clear, we're not trying to stir any trouble in your sect. It's not our uh, place. We 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 are not um, agitators. However, 
we do believe that Sheriff Hancock is, um, well, in in the in the words of my forefathers, a right cunt, and uh, mm. by doing mm. this, he has um, he has not only stolen the free will of this young lady, but in so doing, insulted you and uh, insulted our entire clan. You're accurate in your statements. Inja, you're, of course, I would say, you know, I, I don't want to speak for our, our entire group, but you're always, I think, welcome to hang out with us if you'd like. But um, if you'd rather hang out with your own people, I don't think any of us are going to stop you. No, honestly, at this point, you deserve it. You're no longer under the influence of the blood bond, uh, the blood bond, then I don't have any issue with releasing custody of you, so to speak. I appreciate it. Um, no, I, I definitely feel that there is a lot that I've missed out on. Um, aside from the movies, I was able to keep track of the movies. Uh, but no, I, I appreciate it. Um, I might come back by. Uh, he he says there's actually some formalities that have to be undertaken. You not understand, of course, that the Camarilla has, in recent years, instituted some strictures regarding membership. We may have to examine your case. But that is neither here nor there. Wait, so you weren't even a member of the Camarilla when he did this to you? No, I've always been. Yes, yes. You understand that, uh, you, you, I believe you said, when when, when did you enter into this uh, arrangement with Mr. Hancock? Um, after the nightmares, uh, around 2004? Ah, yes. You see, the Camarilla's reevaluation of membership happened uh, several years after that. We'll, we'll simply need to run you through a few uh, checks, check your story, check your lineage. Standard procedures, you understand. Primogen. Net church, if I may, um, I don't want to insult you in any way, but should, from what you're telling me, since they're reevaluating in this sort of way, were she to decide that perhaps membership in the Camarilla was no longer something that interested her, would she be free to go at this point? She's not a member, so. She is a member under review. Hmm. Unfortunately, she has a. You have a unique circumstance, young lady. Understand that this is not my focus. I have work that I have been undertaking for some time, and there are reasons why I am in this city in particular, and it is not to administrate the Camarilla's recent policy changes. But it is my responsibility to at least involve myself, given that we share clan. But 
of course, I do believe that given this scenario, you would have the option uh, of not undergoing the procedures and leaving the sect. I believe you could do so without much fuss. That might be better in some ways, less paperwork, less distraction from my work at least. But it is up to you. We will proceed with the formalities if you wish to remain. Or you may go your own way. But it is a decision you will have to make tonight. I'll say this. If you would prefer to maybe not go back into that particular environment, which I personally would advise might be very understandable given what you went through under the thumb of a very prominent authority figure in that environment. Uh, I will personally see to it that arrangements are made to attend to your needs and your comforts uh, in whatever part of the city you decide to settle in, our domain included. Absolutely. Um, if I may make one further aside, though, if she were to decide, Primogen, to not remain a member of the Camarilla, would you still be really mad at the sheriff for what he's done to you? You, you see, it's very important as, for us because we hate him. Ah. True. I see. If she leaves the Camarilla, I would have less reason to pursue it. But it would require an accounting regardless. Right on. But if I stay, I can press my case to the court. You could. If he doesn't sabotage you on the way through your whatever this procedure is. I My understanding of it is that Sheriff Hancock and Prince Adelia are rather close. Hmm. Of course. And uh-huh. it is it would be difficult to drive a wedge between him and power. Uh, Scott? Yeah? Uh, did my character ever meet the prince? Because I know she worked on behalf of... You met the prince once. You were officially introduced to her court and were given hospitality as per all the, the rules of the, Cam- the Camarilla, but you've never met any other member of the court or been to an Elysium or anything like that. You had a brief introduction when you came into the city or when, when the matter of the princehood was, of Praxis was decided. Uh, and you've met, so you've met Prince Adelaine once. Hmm. Okay. Regardless, he sort of scans over all of you. I'm going to make a roll for something real quick. He lingers on Cadence. Can I help you with something? I don't know. You have an abnormality in your aura. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are abnormal. What's it to you? Hmm. It's interesting. 
I could tell you what it is. I could show you. He'll quietly like put a, a, a hand on her shoulder, but it might depend on exactly how interesting it is to you. I was getting to the hut. He says, he leans forward and removes his glasses. Oh, shit. Folds them. Oh, no, the glasses are off. We're doomed! Puts them on the table. Starts scanning you up and down. Leans over the desk slightly and is looking at your hand. She puts it behind her back. Mm. Leans back. He says, that's very intriguing. I would be willing to owe you a major boon if you would allow me to fully examine you. Define fully examine. He looks to a door. We have facilities here. Want to let him open you up, huh? He says, that shouldn't be necessary. It'd be fun. Okay, so, so no, so no dissection um yeah i might take a few samples i'm gonna give him your blood games you want to do that yeah what kind of weirdo would do something like that he says looking at willow i'd do it if i was you okay okay (laughs) she's still looking at the national Enquirer. she's gonna look at the group and then she's gonna look at madison and she's gonna be like how how smart is that Major Boone is a pretty severe payment. Uh, I don't think that the good Dr. Netchurch would offer that in any sort of bad faith. Okay. Uh, and an examination is by its very definition non-transformative. Wouldn't you agree, Doctor? No, no. I am very good at non-invasive procedures. So if that's to be certainly clear what you're proposing, then Cadence, I would say it's a very fair exchange. You want to chaperone, Cadence? Nah, I got this. Oh, you really? You're going to let him all by yourself? Okay, no problem. This is... Are you saying I can't defend myself? Oh, I am insulted, Willow. I, I didn't say anything. Like I believe that. it was communicated to me to you that you had my hospitality. I would not violate that. It's true. I would it's appreciate true. it if you not intimate that I would. No, nothing like that. It's just, you know. I can't leave her Please. alone for a minute. Yeah, no, this is entirely... No, that, that's an entirely valid point. I, I can be rowdy. But, I don't uh, trust her. I, I will do my best to behave myself, Willow. This is very well. He, he, mo- he points to a, to a door that leads... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually... It doesn't... It leads deeper into the facility. It doesn't lead back to the office, the, the, the more traditional mm-hmm. offices. He says, someone will be with you shortly. Okay. I walk over, and I put my hands around Willow's hands like a parent would, and I look her deeply in the eye, and I say, be brave, honey. This is the moment we've always been waiting for. It's so hard to watch them leave the nest. It's so hard. It's so hard. Oh, my God. Actually, fuck you both. Alex, I will mention that the, the hand that he's looking at is the same hand that you saw in your vision with the mark of power on it. Uh, so I'm going to ask, uh, you know, 
Doctor, for my own curiosity's sake, do you mind if I tag along? He looks she says to, she doesn't uh, want to chaperone. I, he, I, I didn't say that. I said I didn't want you chaperoning. There's a difference. <laughs> in, not, not in any way a measure of, of distrust at all, but uh, I, I have my own scholarly Besides, he hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, sure, you can tag along. If it's fine with the patient, it's fine with me. Excellent. Thank you. And he turns to uh, to you, Inja, and says, By all means, consider your situation. But as I said, we will need to resolve it before this appointment is done. Sure. And, uh, Cadence, you, uh, you head out, head into the facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, you're going with her. Yep. And, uh, there's basically a, a smaller waiting room uh, before uh, you can see uh, through a pane of glass, you see a very elaborate medical examination room. Um, on the other side, you see a raised window um, that has leads into sort of an observational theater um, where people can watch what's happening. Uh, in the in the gallery, basically, uh, and you're alone for a few moments. All right, so uh, this this is kind of weird, uh, and she's gonna uh, show her claws a little bit to Alex. She's not gonna fully extend them, but just you know, be like okay. so. Uh... So when you see the claws piercing through her fingers, Alex. You see that they're made out of a dull black metal. You think iron. Huh. That's... Yeah. When did that happen? Uh, when I went out into the woods uh, the other night. That's... That's fascinating. Yeah, it hurts like hell. But we're gonna ignore that. I... I don't... I... Do you... Wait, what do you want me to ignore? You want me to ignore that it hurts, or, or that... It happened. Oh, uh, that, no, yeah. D- just, it's weird, I'm still getting used to it. I can only imagine. Uh, the nurse comes in. Uh, she's, uh, she has, uh, sort of a, a plastic wrap packet that she hands to you, Cadence. She says, please get changed. Oh, God, hospital gowns. Ugh. There's a right. there's a changing area with a curtain in this room. They're probably like two sizes too big for her. Uh, <laughs> they are exactly your size. Oh, cool. Uh, so she'll go and get changed. When you're changed, she uh, opens the door to the uh, the uh, operating room uh, and leads you inside. Uh, and says. Uh, Mr. Mars, you can wait here, or she motions, she says to a staircase, uh, you can watch from the operating theater. Uh, oh. There's a be- the views are better from up there. Uh, that that'll be fine. Sure. So do you head up to the operating theater? Yeah. Okay. There's like maybe ten seats here. You get the best one because no one else is here. Uh, back in the the office. Uh, the three of you are alone. Uh, Dr. Netshirk has, has left uh, to prepare for the procedure. Um, there are 
lots of books uh, in the shelves around this office. Um, if any of you are taking the time to look at any of them, mostly medical texts, but there are some that are decidedly not standard medical, uh, some that look very old, uh, some that are written in languages that aren't quite comprehensible. Um, are you poking, or any of you poking around, taking a look, or what? what's everyone doing in this? Mm. Uh, I, I'm not going to touch the man's books. Clearly, he's a perceptive guy. If I touched his book, he would know. And so, once I'm done with the National Enquirer, I'm just going to look over at Dylan, or, or look over at uh, Madison and Enya. Enya. Inja. It's not Enya. Inja. How long do you think this is going to take? Mm. The, the night's burning. Yeah. It's about 4 a.m. now. That's a good point. I have a date with a bottle, and so I'm just really ready to not fucking be here. I fucking hate hospitals. Well, Willow, if you so want much. to go, I don't mind staying here to wrap things up. Honestly, yeah, I'd appreciate that. I mean, I was going to tell everyone my true and honest intentions with everything, but I suppose if I entrust that to you... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I love knowing things nobody else knows. It's it's like my cocaine. Or oh. my gross, thick blood from old vampires. <laughs> she actually laughs. You don't see that. She never laughs. And she almost cackles just a little bit. Ah, uh, yeah. No. My intention is I do want to work with him because I want him to be the one that burns the fucking Sabbat out of the city. And I want to give him everything he needs to do that. That's my intention. That makes a lot of sense, but... And so when I do something that seems weird, I want you to know that that is still my intention. I just don't think you should put any kind of stock in this guy. He's he's a Uh, fucking loose cannon, you know that. I can put stock in him being a loose cannon. I mean, sure, but you can feed him info without... You know. I can feed him what I want to feed him. And just not his anymore. I guess. He needs information now. Yeah, I mean, isn't it beneficial uh, for it to be me? Oh, just... My gut tells me it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. It's your choice, but... It I just is. don't want to be put in a position... Where I have to ever consider... You know, putting the me down. Of this coterie. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Well, I can't promise you I'm not going to worry about it. That's kind of my job. I understand that. Do you intend to stay here very long in Georgia? Me? Or to Madison. Oh, sorry. What was that? Do you intend to spend a long time here in Georgia? I mean, I'm here until the ride's over, at least. Yeah. How long do you think the ride's going to last with the CDC right over there? Depends how we play our cards. Yeah. Once the Sabat's gone, 
I don't know how long I want to stay so close to the CD fucking C. Holding territory here is suicidal. That's how I feel. Fortune favors the bold, right? It does. The people who don't have the guts to play the game when it's this high stakes, they have no chance of getting anything out of it. I'm here because Salvador Garcia believed in me. I'm going to help. He believed in you for good reason. He did. Studied the man's works. He's he's very intelligent. He is. But he... Believe there's a reason for you to be here, then there's a reason for you to be here. I'm going to do the best I can with this city. I'm going to give it my absolute best, Madison. But I don't know if I can stay here. Well, you don't have to decide that now. No, but I'm letting you know that's how I feel right now. Because I don't know how I might act later. I want you to know that this is how I feel right now. So later... What I say may or may not matter. Do you understand? I get what you're saying. Okay. I'm entrusting that to you. You can tell the others. And are you could not do whatever. You know I'm going to tell them. It's nice to keep some things in your pocket, Madison. I know. Okay. Well, I have to go get my drink, and I'm going to be going to the marquee, so... I'll be seeing you. Maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Let's see how I feel. And I sort of stand up and uh, throw my uh, my copy of the Inquirer in the trash. <laughs> and, uh, and Enja, um, I did save your life, and so at some point I hope you pay that forward back to me. He likes corgis. Corgis? Are you fucking kidding me? Ugh. Fucking hate him. <laughs> that is the appropriate response. So, Angel, were you doing anything while they were having this this tete-a-tete? Uh, she's still trying to work out what she wants to do as far as, like, benefits to staying in the cam and possibly using that as a way to distract and get Hancock's focus while maybe they can do some shit or you know saying screw it and just am screen okay so you're 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 kind of mulling your options trying to ponder in this okay so will you you head out and and back to uh the haven to get your drink yep i'm gonna get my drink and then i'm gonna head over to the marquee because i want to spill that drink on somebody oh shit all right well i'll get (laughs) I'll, i'll get back to you in a moment so in the operating room uh cadence the nurses led you to uh this table Mm-hmm. Uh, that has um, all sorts of instruments kind of attached to it, around it. Very, very expensive looking, very intricate looking medical, and maybe a little bit more than medical devices. But she has you lay down on it. Uh, she has you lift your arm up, uh, and she begins to restrain it. Not tightly, just sort of keeping it in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says, uh, and she sort of steps back, uh, begins fiddling with some of the devices, and then Doctor Netchurch comes in. Uh, 
accompanied by the young man who's wheeling a cart full of things. She's not looking all that comfortable. She's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize, like, I thought it was going to be, like, sit on a table, like, reflex test type of thing. Like, this is this is intense. No, no. Um, Probably flexes her hand a little bit. She's like, uh. He says, uh, he says please uh, keep your claws uh, inside until I ask. Okay. Uh, he proceeds to uh, take some measurements. Uh, he does do a couple of uh, stress tests, uh, light thumps with a rubber mallet. Um, he uh, has a few vials that he pulls out and uh, with with uh, little droppers and uh, some brushes, he brushes some of your skin like on your on your fingers, on your fingertip, in your palm, recording the reactions. Some of the liquids change color. Um, one of them bubbles slightly and stings a little bit, but not painfully. Um, he extends. Uh, this off-color magnifying lens. It doesn't look clear. There's a, a slightly a yellowish tint to it. Uh, and you can see that there are things etched in the glass. And he pulls it and positions it over your hand. Uh, and he says, please extend your claws. Okay. Uh, she does so. Roll your hunger, please. That's success. Okay. You're able to maintain the beast. And so, Alex, you're watching all of this, and there's actually a, a, a screen that has, a, there's a ca- obviously a camera somewhere focusing. So you see these wicked, long, like they're about an inch longer than her normal claws are. Iron talons extend out of her hands, ripping at the flesh more than the claws normally do. And there's... Obviously, it, it, it causes her some discomfort, because you can see her face. Yep. And he proceeds to prod at them while looking at them through this device. Uh, and whatever it is that he's learning from this, there's no real way for you to gain any information. He's clearly... Yeah, there is, because I'm blowing premonition. Okay, go ahead and roll that hunger. And while he's doing that, she's going to be like, so, uh, see anything interesting? He doesn't respond to you. Uh, the nurse does say, please remain quiet while the doctor is examining. I did not succeed, so I will be uh, Your hunger goes increasing up more. my hunger. Okay. Then go ahead and roll resolve plus aspects for me, please. Yup. Hold on a second, I gotta look up my resolve. Oh, that's not what I would have hoped, but that, yeah, yeah. Uh, two successes. Two successes. So, you kind of get into that mode in your in your head, and you're looking at the screen, you're looking down, and you just sort of your perceptions start to, like, house of mirrors. Uh, you're seeing all of these images in, in reflecting in, in, in each other's uh, spaces. Um, and 
they're distorted. Each and every one of them is slightly different from the baseline. Um, and then for a moment, you see a completely different image in one of the funhouse mirrors that is your internal psyche. Uh, you see a tall, thin, dark woman whose eyes burn white, and she is looking right at you. And she moves her hand up through her velvet night black cloak and puts it to her lips, and then you snap back into reality. Hmm. Uh, And uh, Dr. Netchurch concludes his examination. He uh, he asks you to retract your claws. Uh, he takes a few notes, and he says, "There's obviously a story associated with this." Yep. He says, "Although I've gathered a lot of data here, this is very interesting." Mm-hmm. I would appreciate knowing. This? Yes, I would appreciate knowing the full context. He uh, he actually um, he indicates something uh, over uh, to one of his assistants who goes over and messes with something. Uh, and Alex, you see the the video screen shuts off. He says, "Interesting." It will stay amongst us. Okay. Mm. Uh, I had I I had a run in with a mage in the past, and it, this creepy night hag looking thing put a bunch of metal in my palm. Really? Mm-hmm. Can you describe this creepy night hag with a bit more detail? Uh, looks like a. Leather cellophane over bones, if that makes sense. Hmm. Uh, and eyes that were like big halogen light bulbs. I see. I see. And this was in association with a will worker. I'm yeah. going to push that image out to him over the cobweb while she's describing it. Because it's pretty much exactly what I just saw. His head snaps up to you. And I just kind of point to where I saw it in the room. He looks over, examines. He looks back to you, Cadence. Is that important? He says, I'm going to tell you what some people might interpret this as. It's not what it actually is, because this is foolish, frivolous mythology that the Camarilla officially denounces. And it would not be wise for you to go around claiming that this is the case. You encountered something. But some, this is the most animated you've seen him be. Like, he is 
cold motherfucker, and he's actually mm-hmm. a little agitated. He says, mm-hmm. Some might interpret these symbols to be associated with a figure colloquially known as the Dark Mother. Uh, In mythology, most commonly known as Lilith. It is not that, because such a being does not exist. Do you understand me? And he looks up to both of you. Uh, my eyes are in another world right now. Okay. Yes. I mean, I wasn't going to go around advertising it anyway, because, you know. I don't know what it is that you encountered. But there are signs here. And the description that I've been given matches folklore that certain foolish believers of many stripes might identify. So I tell you this so that you do not rouse any unfortunate associations. Okay. I need to catalog these data points. He motions to his nursing staff. He says, they will show you out. Okay. He says, if Inja wishes to remain, then she may stay here. Otherwise, I suggest taking her with you. Uh, one last thing. H- how do I call in this major boon which I am now owed? He looks up to Alex. I just nod. Solid. All right, then I'm going to go put my actual clothes on. and He's I'm out the door. Like he's, okay. He's yeah, left. you you go you go do your thing. She goes, turns to nurse. I'm gonna go put my actual clothes on now. Thank you. Okay. You get dressed. Um, uh, Alex, you meet with her. You uh, the nurses lead you back into the office where Inja and Madison are. Willow isn't here. Okay. And the, the four of you are alone in this office. Hmm. Oh. Alright, how'd it go? Weird. He, like, put shit on my hand and, and poked it and stuff. Okay, that's what I expected. Yeah. But we got stuff we gotta talk about, so... Inja, you stay in, you go in, what's your deal? I think I'm gonna stay. Okay. Well then, um... But I wanna stay in touch. Go for it. You... I'll hand over a business card. Okay, that'll do. Alright. So yeah, you uh, you basically, Inja, you are able to uh, secure a haven here for the night. Uh, and you remain with your clan in the Camarilla. Willow. Hey, what's up? You make it back to the haven. Everything's fine. Everything as it was when you left. The flask is still there in the freezer. What are you doing? I think I'm gonna take that flask. And uh, which which one was the hotel that you said uh, Hancock was at? What was it? It was the not the marquee, but the one next to it. Was it? Uh, from what you've gathered, uh, the three hotels that seem to be his domain uh, are the uh, downtown uh, Hilton, 
the Hyatt and the Marriott Marquis. Those three hotels next to each other. So uh, he he could be in either any one of them. Okay. Well, I'm probably just going to do what I did last time then, because I'm going to go get a room. Uh, okay. I want to talk. Okay, you do that. Uh, so mm-hmm. you you arrange for a room. Uh, it's getting pretty late uh, when you do so. Uh, but there is a, someone there to check you in. Uh, and they... There's no soap. Yeah. There's no soap in the building. <laughs> Um, and, uh, when they see your, your entry, they, uh, Lee, they say, oh, yes, man, we have your, your special reservation right here. Uh, and he, they have a bellhop come and lead you yes. not to one of the rooms, not to one of the guest rooms. Um, they lead you sort of, uh, back into the back ways of the hotel, uh, into more of an office space. No mm-hmm. windows, but it's a point. It has a bed in it. It has facilities in it. Uh, and he says, uh, uh, "You, uh, the the bellhop says, this is what's been prepared for you. I'm I'm told you'll uh, you'll have a meeting tomorrow evening." Sounds okay. Thanks. And I tip him. Okay. He's a bellhop. I'm gonna tip yeah. him. I'm an asshole. I mean, weird shit happens in this hotel all the time. He seems to be used to it. Yeah, he gets um, tips pretty well, I'm sure. Oh yeah, what I bet he does. So yeah, so you uh, you're beginning to feel the sun, even though you can't see it at all. You're beginning to feel that lethargy come over you uh, as you sort of make your 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 home for the day. I bet down. It's a ni- It's a very comfortable bed. It's a nice bed. It's just been sort of put in this office space. Yeah. So uh, car ride back. Uh, the four, the the three of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are you guys get out of the the medical facility, back into your car. Um, looks like Willow took a took, got like a ride uh, on I her own. You Ubered, that's right, yeah. So your car is still there. Uh, so you guys are heading, can head back to your haven, and talk about stuff. Sounds good to me. So okay. Uh, Alex is dead silent the whole ride back. You okay there, buddy? No. Okay. Are you less okay than normal? Yeah. Was it something because of me? Yeah. Sorry. It's alright. Um... So, uh, full, full disclosure, um, so that thing that I saw in the woods, Madison, that, that gave me the claws, right. uh, fancy milk doctor dude says it's totally not something that looks like Lilith, who I guess is a thing that's like a harbinger of the apocalypse or whatnot. I'm not supposed to be spreading it around, but we're a team, and if that's a thing that people think, I guess you guys should be aware of it. If anyone liked, would like to roll Intelligence Occult regarding that name, <laughs> I think I will. You may do that. I, I mean, I have, or Cadence has a single dot of Occult, but I'm not going to even bother. Okay. I, I'm just good with her being ignorant on this matter. Fair enough. One. 
One success. Um, Lilith is a figure spoken of in same, the same terms as Cain. Um, but you don't know anything concrete beyond, like, Hebrew mythology. Alex, did you make a roll? Uh, here, I have not made it yet. Let me make it. You said intelligence and occult? Mm-hmm. We got a pretty low occult, but a very high intelligence. I have a zero occult, but a four Oof. intelligence. Make sure you roll, include your hunger dice. Yep, yep, yep. And four success. Holy four, four successes. God damn okay. it. Look at yeah. this. I'm not making this shit up. Like, maybe I should just be rolling regular dice. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's... You know this not because of your own teaching, but because it's like there's been a background noise ever since that name was mentioned. Um, and you just sort of get a... <coughs> you get a dozen flashcard versions of the Lilith myth on the edge of your perception from a dozen different perspectives. Um, but that's enough to sort of give you the basics of what kindred think about Lilith. Right on. <laughs> that will be why I have been un- uh, incapable of speaking the whole time we've been driving. So, so you get back to the Haven. And you're in a, in a bit more private, more secure place. Let me check the refrigerator. It's empty. God damn it. She took the fucking blood, didn't she? Yeah, of course she did. Idiot. Oh, well, she'll figure something out. <sighs> but, yeah, so weird, weird shit. Um, the second thing, Alex, because I haven't seen you and I only just, you, you're here now and we're not busy, um... So, also, when I, well, actually, after I got back from the woods and, and was sleeping, uh, I had a dream, which is weird, because I haven't actually had a dream since I, like, was breathing, and there was this big black stag that I stabbed through with my fancy new claws, but it gored me, so it was kind of like a stalemate, but I did kill it, that is important to know, uh, but you had mentioned something about a stag at some point, and then there was the drawing that your sister did with Madison and the kneeling and uh, weird, weird fucking shit is going on unrelated to why our job here in Atlanta. So. I don't actually think it's unrelated at all. Okay. I think that we must, we must fully accept at this point that we are, either meant to harbinge or to stop the end of the world. And I'm not sure which anymore. Okay. I'm going to vote the latter. I would like the world to not end. That would be I'm good. somewhat ambivalent on whether or not the world ends, but I do keep all of my stuff here. This damn, this is crazy. Like, am I high right now? Mm. Did I did I drink some some rotten bags? Like, no, you, this is fucking weird. You, you you were granted some sort of supernal claw power by by the the, the mother of shapeshifters. 
and if and if the Camarilla finds out about that, you know that they will stop at nothing to destroy you. And actually, if the Sabat finds out about that, they also will stop at nothing to destroy you. Okay. All right. Shit. Yeah, it's Your not good. Your is remarkable. <sighs> Thank you. Whatever. If if people want to come after me, that's I. I'm a fighter. I can deal with that. Whatever. It's it's nothing new. Yeah. But if they're gonna come after, if there's a stain on me, there's a stain on you guys and other people with whom I am associated, and that. Well, yeah. I mean, we're not me. gonna we're not gonna let them hurt you if we can stop it. I mean, we we can't. Let's be very clear. But, but we're not gonna let them anyway. Yeah, but no, people, they might think that you're involved in ways that you are not and guilty of things that you are not guilty of, and I would rather that not be a thing. Sure, I appreciate that, but I think we're all guilty of plenty. I think we might be the Messiah. I don't really know what's happening anymore. No, Jesus Christ. I thought I would come to this city and bash some cami faces and punch some sabat in the dicks and it would be a grand old time. How's that going? Ugh. I haven't punched anyone in any dicks, okay? I tried. It hasn't happened. Like, I don't know. It seems Things, like... It, it, it's so weird. Yeah, no, like, because, like, back in Boston, like, there was really, there was nothing there, okay? So you had the Camarilla, in theory, and then, but we all know that the real people who had any sort of power there were not Anox. All Camarilla was, you know, fucking necromancers and whatnot, so I thought I could come here and actually make a difference, and now, too much of a difference! Can I dial it back? Can I dial it back? I was going to say, oh, oh, darling, you are making a difference. Ugh. I need a drink. <laughs> yeah. Madison's going to pour himself some wine. <laughs> I thought that... Um, I, I thought that you guys were being forced, unfortunately for your own futures to be tied to me uh, as a former member of the Sabbat. But what I am now seeing, that is, in quite the contrary, uh, I'm actually the least fucked one of you. And um, and this is fun for me and us, really. Nice change. Yeah, I've not experienced this before. Is this what it's like? I don't like it. <sighs> I, I wish I could tell you, dude. Wish I could tell you. So I think, if I might, uh, this is the moment where we need to decide whether or not we're walking away from this. Well, Willow's not here, so it seems kind of disingenuous, but... I'm not going anywhere. I'm pretty sure Willow is blowing Hancock right now. I... Oh, God, don't put that image in my fucking head, man. <laughs> Fan art, oh. I want it. It's wrinkly, it's falling apart. Oh, no, 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 stop. Oh, no, that shit's nasty enough when it's not Hancock. Ugh. Uh, on, you know where they call him Hancock, right? Stop! I did, no, genuinely go has, fuck yourself. It I regret. literally has fingers, that's why. <sighs> oh, no, 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 brain bleach. We're, we're putting that from our heads. 
and oh. drinking this wine. <laughs> and see. <laughs> yeah. All right. I get to roll twice because I have humanity eight. You do. Uh, so back, back to things. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're committing to at least inquire, continuing along this line of inquiry regarding signs of the fucking end times. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, I've got to see how this ends. Okay, all right. In which case, i got to tell you one more thing oh, about the woods. One, one more thing. One more thing. And I don't know <laughs> if it's... One more thing. I don't know if it's important, but it's important to me. Okay. That's probably oh. important. Okay, so I went there to to protect my sister. That was my job. Okay. So her finding that magic is is what brought that that thing out and when i when she was doing whatever dancing under the moonlight made shit that she does uh that that tattoo that was on the thin blood's neck she has one of those but it's a birthmark (laughs) oh god anyone would like to roll an occult intelligence Regarding that, uh, now's the time. So this can be a very how... difficult roll. I'll tell you that. Things are getting fucky in Georgia. <laughs> they are. Yeah. So, like, like I said, she's. I think she's involved in this somehow, and Oops. that's gonna. She's gonna need to be on our radar. Okay. Wait, I your mean, sister about... is a mage. Yes. Ah. That's great. Thanks. That's wonderful. I'm so excited about that. That might actually be great. No, it's it's wonderful. I'm 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 I've never been more excited. I, I, I actually cannot tell if you're being sarcastic or not. I also cannot tell that. Yeah. Is Did anyone else going to make that a cult roll? <laughs> I'll try it. <laughs> yeah. I I seriously doubt I have the dice to do it though. I've only got four dice. Is it possible with four dice? It's possible with four dice. All right, let's see what happens. You could roll all tens. <laughs> I rolled two successes. That's not good enough. Yeah, I didn't think it would be. <laughs> all right, yeah, so that, that imagery doesn't really bring anybody else from anyone. Uh, and as I, as you're sort of mired in this occult confusion, uh, you all begin to feel the, the sun exert itself over the horizon. Uh and uh, you begin to feel the need to make your way to somewhere safe and sunless. I think if it's all right with you guys, I'm going to have a sleep and mm-hmm. think about this, the things that have happened to us tonight. Um, I think that sounds like a great plan. I'm going to curl up under a rock and lament every molecule of my existence. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We're going to so, die. We're going to leave back with Inja. You are uh, in this uh, haven of the Malkavian Primogen of Atlanta. Uh, And every now and then, you are struck by a vision of intense potency. Uh you believe 
that this type of vision that strikes you every now and then comes from deep, deep within the cobweb. Something central, something organizing, something that orchestrates things. And your connection with the cobweb is so weird and so sporadic that it, it's, it's genuinely a shock whenever this happens. But you see um, this chessboard lay out before you. And it's a chessboard only in form, because it's not made out of cardboard or even stone. It's made out of, like, a topiary garden. It's massive. It's this massive landscaped checkerboard pattern with pieces made out of uh, trees and shrubbery, elegantly carved. And you see earth move uh, as a bishop moves from the back line up into the middle of the game. And you see pawns. Some of them shrivel. Some of them flourish. But none are unaffected. And that's where we're going to leave off for tonight. This is a damn good game, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Way to get me reinvested. Jeez. Well, I'm glad you're back. Uh, yeah, so this was, uh, I think this one dealt with a lot more of the spooky, scary stuff than normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting that you guys went to Dr. Net Church. Um, but yeah. Hmm? Dude, That'll be fun. Th- I- I'm James Davey. I was always going to the canon character's house. Fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh, does anyone have anything that they want to plug before we head out? I do, actually, okay. because it came up this session in, in, in little details and major details. If anyone wants the full scoop on what happened with Cadence and her sister Reagan in the woods with magic and apparently Lilith figures and shit, <laughs> I wrote it all down. It's on AO3. There'll be a link, I assume, in whatever comment yep. thing Scott does with this. In the, in the <laughs> YouTube doobly-doo. I, I, I'm actually super proud of it, even though it's like 50% Scott's work, because I was literally transcribing his descriptions, but I'm really proud of it. It was very good. You got the descriptions done very well. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's just what Dr. Netshank Church thinks it's totally not. I'm making yeah. no statements as to what what's true and what's not. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so you've got that. Uh, anything else that you're working on that you want to get out of the public, uh, McKenna? Uh, not at the moment. Uh, I'm super behind on things right now, but I'm... I understand should, that. Yeah, I hopefully soon probably going to get another uh, changing review up on my YouTube channel, hopefully. Cool. We'll see how we'll see how work goes. <laughs> awesome. James, do you have anything for your adoring public? I actually do. Um, so uh, we're in a brief hiatus due to having to replace, unfortunately, a member of the troop. But we are doing a uh, – I have somehow, through the grace of just Facebook, managed to get together the entire first RPG group I ever put together. So it was the people that I played through college with, and we're doing a D&D 5e campaign, and we were streaming that. 
um, and we're working with friends of ours who understand how any of this crap works because mm. I don't because I'm old. Um, but we'll have to YouTube doobly do because I don't remember what any of the things are to tell people how to get to the thing. Just make I'm sure doing. you get me the link and I'll I'll make them make it available. Will do, and it's it's a story that that I wrote uh, and that, that I will be producing a uh, professional style supplement for when I'm done. Awesome! That nice. sounds cool. Cool. Uh, Dylan, anything on your radar? Currently, but soon. <gasps> oh shit! <gasps> oh god! Oh shit! Yeah. Mo, anything uh, anything you're up with? Um, there's stuff in the works uh, for duets with dice, but uh, I don't anticipate it'll be out for a couple months. Okay. But there is stuff, and uh, if you do watch that, I'm I'm sorry. I I'm working on it. That's fine. It's great. Nobody's judging you. Okay, and Kelly, I know you have a podcast. I do. It's called The Litter Dice. It's all about uh, girls and gaming, uh, tabletop, LARPing, uh, video games. So we've just got our latest episode post um, on the first, so that should go up on Saturday. As someone whose dice collection is literally 75% glitter and the rest is pink and purple, I appreciate the name of your podcast. Yeah, uh, I'm an avid listener to that podcast. Has, <laughs> I promise, almost nothing to do with the fact that she's my wife. Um, but it's actually a very good podcast. Uh, give them your money. Indeed. Um, we give will not all of us your money. Yeah, she's no, like... see that link down there to the patron of Simulacra Studios? Give give us your money first. Um, <laughs> then, give, then give Glitter Dice your money. Uh, and I also have a podcast. Uh-oh. Uh, I actually have a podcast. It's Polyhedron. Uh, links in the doobly-doo. We're an RPG discussion podcast. Uh, we just had a fantastic panel at Momocon that we recorded and is going to be our next episode. It's coming out tomorrow. Um, that, I, that was a super fun panel. Uh, we're probably going to have a couple of really cool interviews coming up. So please check out that link. Uh, and please, please, please check out the Simulacra Studios Patreon. Uh, and support us if you feel like we do good, entertaining work. Uh, speaking of which, I'd like to give a huge shout-out to all my patrons, all the patrons of Simulacra Studios, uh, especially Mr. Eric Ramos, Mr. Michael Tyson, and Mr. David Haddad, who are my $5 patrons, and I love more than most people. Uh, <laughs> he loves you more than he loves us. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You guys are awesome players, and 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 there wouldn't be a game without you guys. Uh, but these guys pay me five bucks a month, and that's that's not nothing. Uh, but anyway, I'm gonna be putting the name of all of our patrons up very soon. Uh, good night, everybody. I think this was a fun game. Thank everybody for playing. Well, thank everybody for thank watching. You. Thank you, guys. Uh, and uh, see y'all later. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm. Fuck Nazis. Yeah, yes, fuck, fuck Nazis. Punch them right in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Milkshakes all around. All right. Night. I got to go immediately because I got to go beat my children up at Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's Okay. Fin- that's okay. I'm glad cool. you added that caveat. Indeed. <laughs>